meal. Okay, we're recording. <laughs> we're live. We're live. Maybe. We are live. Welcome yo. back to Fourth Meal. It's in, I think we need to rebrand this year. Yeah, good. <laughs> the fourth meal is not working for us because A, you have no meals. <laughs> Fucking five is on no meals for three days. On He's a on three, a water fast. A three-day water fast. I know it's been trending. So You're a trending t- guy. You're like a trending topic follower. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've been fasting. I've been intermittent, intermittent fasting for like five years. No, you've been doing that, but you're on a but water like, fast. Like, no, because I like, dude. What, la- what TikTok Sunday? did you see that... <laughs> Made no, you do no. This. <laughs> well, it was our, uh, our our group chat with uh, with Stone. You know, no, 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 no. Show me the science. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, he, there's no science. Daddy he, watches. You went to the group chat with the, with the. They didn't. They weren't on it. They weren't even talking about it. You were like, no, "Hey, no, what's no, your thoughts on the thing?" And they're like, "Make sure you have no, your no, electrolytes." Well, Stone and I have been talking about fasting for a long time, and yeah, Stone was the one doing the um, the 36 hour fast. One day, yeah, yeah. Though wow. not eating for a day, a day and a half or whatever. But the three day fast is definitely it's a been TikTok. around for Who a, did wa- it? a long time. I don't know. I saw it on YouTube. Okay, so it's a Dr. three day only water diet. Only right? water, man. Like I'm not crazy. even doing coffee. So welcome to the No Meal Podcast. <laughs> yeah, the No Meal Podcast is our new rebrand. <laughs> new name. I de- I definitely think we need a rebrand because it's like all right, fourth meal for a quick backstory. If you don't know, it's. Usually people have the third three meals a day, right? You got breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The fourth meal was the after the club. Yeah. So you get off a gig oh. and you go eat. We all meet up at whatever. Let's call it. Mr. If Luckies. you had a local gig, yeah. right? You go to Bob's yeah. Big Boy, yeah, yeah. do pars, whatever. It's 24 hours. Uh, and that's where you Crispy are gang. wasted eating mm-hmm. fucking pancakes. And just talking. And just talking. Yeah. So it's the fourth meal. That was kind of how this started. And now... I don't even think some of us have two meals a day. Yeah, I have one, one, bi- one big one meal a day. day. How many Damn. meals? A scratching? couple bags of chips. I still have like four a day. Four. Oh, so <laughs> all right, fourth meal it is. Priority change. Are you are you a breakfast, lunch, and dinner type of guy? No, no, definitely not. I'm probably like a two meal. I have two meal like a, day? Okay. a lunch and then maybe something after the club. All right, nice. we might need that. This after might be the, club, the year of the rebrand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after the club was like was easy to do when we were younger. Right, like yeah, <laughs> fucking, you know, your body just burning all this shit. Now, like after the club, if I eat after the club, bro, like I'm up like five pounds. Yeah, Scratchy week. still does a fourth meal like yeah. in Vegas. Well, we did. It's yeah. just so fun to yeah, me. You're on vacation. Some, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's something to do. Yeah, it was like yeah. the that's true. you go wind down, meet up with the homies that you that yeah. that just got off of uh, other clubs, and mm-hmm. you go fucking, and you're wasted out of your mind. Oh, so yeah. like everything tastes <laughs> way better. Yeah. The yeah. fucking moons over my hammy. <laughs> Our fourth meal was Grand Lux in Vegas with Vice. Bro, Grand Lux. No, before that, it was Mr. Lucky. Oh, yeah, Mr. Lucky's at Hard Rock. And that was special, how it started. On special yeah. occasions, we'll do Rhino. <laughs> That's yeah. the Chicken best fingers, though. local occasions. That's oh, still, I think that if there's ever a fourth meal, it's still at the Rhino, yeah. I think. Yeah. Get the chicken strips yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, good times. Uh, <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> how's your guys' <laughs> New Year so far? It's good. It's going. Did you did you already fuck up your goals? Actually, not yet, because I'm still drinking my water. I have it right here. So shout out to everyone that listened to the last uh, episode with Stone Rock. Um, a lot of people are asking me how how's the water drinking going. It's like, <laughs> and that's good, man. I, I think water has always been good yeah. for you, and I've always been a, a, a water drinker. So yeah, yeah. Same, same. To me, like I, I'm not a a gallon a day person, but now I try to be. That's just harder than like people think, man. Drinking a gallon yeah. a day. Do you remember yeah, when we used to work with Nick Cannon, Scratchy? Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to work with him too, and, and he 
he always had a gallon of water. And I was like, oh, you're doing a gallon of water a day? He goes, two gallons a day. Holy I shit. said, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, two gallons. Oh, Got shit. Got that clean piss. <laughs> yeah. He's also, he also doesn't sleep and fucking... Yeah, yeah he, he works on his machine. So yeah. when you're up for 24 hours, two gallons isn't it. that much. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. This is like wild. Yeah, he's it's a, he's a maniac. But so far, so good. Your goals? Yeah. Three, um, no. three day fast. <laughs> well, I was gonna actually get back on track, like with my fasting and like you know my like eating, tracking my meals. And honestly, the first week, fucking me and Scratchy picked out on Sunday. Like I had ramen. Well, the first, I told you, first week is just extended yeah, 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 December. Right. So that's December why December fortieth. Like, yeah, yeah, December. What is it? Seven days after the yeah. December thirty seventh. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I'm I'm on track this week. Uh started the, you know, the water fast and then uh and back on the I don't know what I'm gonna break my fast with tomorrow, but <laughs> Oh and my my ten K steps still going oh, strong. Yeah. Yep. Have you hit the ten K right Every now day? today? No, no, just yeah, daily. Yeah. Nice. I mean the pa- it's been what, four or five days. Yeah. That's good. Every day. Damn. That's not easy. It, it's not hard. Yeah. But like we talked about being in LA, like it's Harder than we think. Like I try, I thought I felt like I was walking around a lot the other day, and like, you know, hit a target run. <laughs> like looked at my steps, and it was like seven thousand. That's dope. But a but lot, to, yeah. But yeah. I was like, oh, I could hit the. But to hit the other additional three was yeah, not that easy because like, I was already home, yeah, and I'm like, like trying to like walk, yeah. it's a mile walk <laughs> to my garage a couple a times. A mile walks about like three thousand steps. Yeah. One mile is three thousand. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Oh wow. So Are you sure? Three thousand. Yeah. Because hmm. that's what I've been doing. Okay. But, so. You know, Shit, yeah. The leg's shaking too, man. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah, shake me my leg. That burns calories. All right. We're just going to be like this all day. Put your Apple Watch Everyone's on like, your leg. Everyone's like, you guys have a nervous tick or something? Dude, that's I just do. like, yeah, I think it's like a ADD yeah. thing too. Like people that just like kind of need to. Not like antsy. my finger, like when I'm driving. Only when I'm driving, my hands on the steering wheel, I'm always like doing the crab for some reason. Like it's always going like this. I do that in the club when I'm like, I can't think of a song. And I'm like, oh, like. <laughs> Just crab your fingers. I swear, sometimes if I get stuck thinking about, so I actually got that from my dad. He, oh. he did that. Like um, yeah. in the nightclubs, he, if crabbing. he gets stuck on a song. You start seeing like doing this, oh, and I know shit. he's thinking oh, yeah. of a song. Oh, Wait, maybe no we way. should introduce yeah. our guest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, we, you know, we, you know, we did a quick little check in. Yeah. Actually, shout out to Beat Breaker. He's hanging out in the yeah. audience. Yeah. We're, we're taping in front of a live audience. <laughs> That's right. Beat Breaker. We were like, come on, man. Right here, Beat Breaker. Gotta yeah, Beat Breaker right will be on soon, I hope. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to be on soon. Um, shout out to Beat Breaker, uh, one of the best editors remixers in the game producers in the game my dog seriously and you gotta try a studio amazing dj also mm-hmm. of course yeah. um danny rojas is our guest that's right and i want to say this is our the youngest guest <laughs> we've ever had yeah <laughs> 22 years old 22 did you just turn 22 uh no so i turned you going 23, on 23 in june yeah okay so you're still hey, it's 22 uh 22 and a half <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we're halfway there wait uh, so what year were you born 2001 Wow. <laughs> damn oh, I, I, like, it's funny when you meet someone that and i'm like damn like my dj career is older than you <laughs> started wow, DJing dude. in 98 no, that's bro. true damn, that's and five crazy. when did you start dj 91 93 93 yeah, yeah. scratchy 97 i think 97 or 96 97 oh, yeah. so Fuck. a little bit before me 98 yeah it's well for me to think that you guys started on vinyl yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy to me yeah i'm actually uh well, that's Going all that was back available that. back then. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's insane. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy because like now vinyl's hot again. And like I go back and dig and I'm like, the shit I was interested in, 
Like I'll, I'll see like the, sing, the hip hop singles and I yeah. just like skip through that whole section. I'm like, yeah. eh, where's the album cuts? Where's the yeah, jazz? That's crazy. Man. Yeah. But it's like back then that was straight to the singles and like. Yeah, before we didn't want the albums. Like, no, hell yeah. no. I think I got rid of so many albums that I wish I had yeah. now. Mm -hmm. And worth but, more too. Yeah. It's crazy. Way more. Back Damn. Oh, no, you couldn't play albums at the club because it was like the grooves were so small. And it was like so around, low right? quality and like you have to tweak it and then like you get crazy bass. Like yeah, it sounded different than the I couldn't imagine going to a club and pulling up with vinyl and like Bro, <laughs> searching so, through yeah. a crate. That's crazy. So we'll get into his story. But Danny, Danny is on Power 106. And when I started on Power, it was still vinyl. Yeah. That's it yeah, was that's right <laughs> before Serato, and I I remember the transition. But yeah, it was I would go through my all my records, look at the recurrent list on paper. Yeah. Say, all right, cool. I'm gonna play this Dog Pound record. So I you, played this man. last week. Take it out. You have to bring your come with my set. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you, cut you off. <laughs> but you did. <laughs> but I did. So wait, did you guys bring your own wax or was it like the in house? Like no, I was thinking everyone that too. had their own records. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Yeah. I always thought you guys had like a you know a community like pool. Yeah. Nah, bro. No, ever, no, ain't no one trying to oh, share their true. records back yeah, then. That's true. Back then yeah. it was like, and and that was kind of the flex. Like I would hear like fucking verman or e-man or chalk no, or someone play yeah. a play a classic recurrent i'm like oh my god i you don't have what? that you don't have you it because yeah. i'm in vegas and like every time i would hear like well, i'll be in town like and i'll like record power it's like <laughs> they always play the same songs like uh. are they sharing all right like the same records <laughs> well shit? that's that's because of the list yeah yeah, yeah. so Makes that's that we were also like following a, a playlist so yeah. as as much as and you got to remember programming um you had to be in the BPM. So oh, a lot yeah. of times stuff that's that's on the list that mixes with the A record that we have to hit, you only have a few options. So if you hear like, let's play house yeah. <laughs> over and over, it's not because like, oh, we're sharing the record. Yeah. It's just like, damn, that's the only one that kind of works. And at one point, we weren't even using like the Pioneer 500 FX. Oh, so you had no uh, FX. Uh -huh. Nothing. So you, there was no <laughs> echoing out. Yeah. It was like, Fucking, you had to try to keep it the same BPM as much as possible to sound good. Yeah. And you, you took advantage of like sweepers or commercials yeah. to oh, switch yeah. the tempo. That would That's how you would mm -hmm. switch the tempo. Damn. They'd hit a fucking sweeper. Some of them are produced <laughs> and then you'd fucking put another record. Yeah, and okay. then, yeah that was. Damn. But yeah, it was all your own records and it was super fun to like. And I think sometimes you would get away with one that's not on the list yeah. and that's when you would show off the record right. that you knew was hard to find yeah, yeah. so you still have to follow what is it abc record yeah right? it was so a's, a's were like the a was every every hour yeah they get played every single hour and in, in by the hour b is like a record that's almost to the a so it was mm. like you get you could play it every other hour right. c's are old a's so yep. when it go after it like kind of had its run, it goes to the C. So which is that a still, recurrent? No, it's not a recurrent okay. yet. Recurrent was more like... Those are E's. It was like... Oh. Uh, there might <laughs> be different now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> At least now. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, back then it wasn't even called that. It was <laughs> It was just a recurrent. And then you had Golds. And a Gold yeah. was a classic. Uh, Tupac. Uh, uh, you know, more like 90s. Yeah. But then the recurrent was more like a song that, like, for example, I don't know, like, let's say nori nothing yeah. that's yeah. not like tribe called quest right, that's right, right. tribe would be like a gold yeah. and then nori is like a recurrent because it's not 
that I guess now it's a gold because it's yeah. metal, yeah, right? Now, but, yeah. <laughs> but at that time, you know, it's a throwback. It's thing. I mean, it's still for the most part the same deal. I mean, we still have the same ABCs. Uh, but yeah, we have E's, F's, and then our golds. Okay. Yeah. So E's is what? E's are, are like subrecurrents. Okay. So C's are kind of like recurrence. E's are subrecurrents. And then our F's are like new music. Yeah. Or like what's hot in LA. Okay. And uh, then we have what's a considered like a gold record right now. So like a gold right now would be like uh, Fetty Wap again. Damn, that's oh. a gold. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Oh my <laughs> god! I mean, what year did it come out? Uh, that's yeah, like a twenty fourteen. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. But you know, even back <laughs> then, oh, 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 like ten years ago. Oh, gold was more like a twenty-year-old record. Uh, damn. Back then, damn, that, wow. that's pretty far back. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't really play too much like nineties anymore. We kind of phased all that out. Yeah. Okay. So it's like the far, the furthest we'll go back is maybe like er, like later 2000s. Damn. I, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Fetty Wap is a gold. Wow. Yeah, man. Wild. I'm like, okay, uh, hello. What is <laughs> <it>? <laughs> yeah. It's a good song, though. It's a great song. But it's the same here? idea, too, with like BPMs, like kind of the same struggle. Like, you know, with programming, there's only so much you can play. Bro, I tell people, I, I told this story before. When I was on the, when I first got on, want to know what an A was? Usher and Alicia Keys, my boo. Oh, oh wow. my! So think about oh, like, as a mix show, yeah. trying to like play that every hour, like yeah. the fuck, wow. it was tough. That's, oh, That's when the effects box came in handy. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you would have like a very few Damn. records that would blend with that. That's my A record now in the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, do you play it? Yeah, I play no that. Uh, do over. Oh, oh, do over. Yeah. oh how was do over? It's fun. New Year's Day, I did do over. I was um, watching like uh, I was watching bit the video. I think you were reposting, and then I was like, "Damn, here goes fucking beat junkies are opening, going crazy." And here's five just like on his USB. <laughs> fucking like, yeah, no, you were not. You look checked out, and it, and I love to see it because everyone says I look checked out, and I was like, "Yeah, bro, how's it feel?" I didn't want to drink that day. I was like, you know what? I'm like, oh, were you hungover? Yeah, okay. from the night oh, before. Yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah, day. Yeah, of I regret taking that gig. I was like, "Fuck, dude!" But you know, like it's a do-over. Like, of course, yeah. fuck. It's like right by the house. I'm like, walk over, knock it out real quick. <laughs> I was like dreading it. I'm Did like, you know the that uh, J Rock and Rep Matic were playing with you? I was napping <laughs> right before that, so I woke up. No, but over. did you know who was playing or no? no. No, I saw like Spinnerita because they don't announce the DJs, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they gave me the flyer. I did, I forgot to post it. <laughs> <laughs> I reposted it like later. Checked out. I walked up. It was like, oh yeah, you know, like we'll set you up. Like J Rock and uh and Red are on a uh, turntable. I was like, oh fuck, it's J Rock and Red. Damn. <laughs> I'm like, I should have brought my laptop. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled up like this. Oh shit. And then it was 2000, so I'm like, oh, oh, oh even oh, worse. Man. Damn, but you know, we pulled through. I just went to like my like trusty R and B crate. I was like, you know what, this is what they need right now, man. Yeah. Cause like, dude, they ended their set with like Annie Up and like a bunch of dub players. I it was heard dope, Annie dude. Up, dude. The energy Damn. was so high, it came in so low. <laughs> yeah. But it worked. Yeah, fucking it came from Annie Up, and then you're, you fucking hit a sweeper and go to my booth. <laughs> yeah, you know, I went to like uh, uh, we. Oh shit, Jeremiah, oh, Jeremiah? <laughs> or Damn. Al? As Neil oh, Jackson, well, Neil Jackson said, "Oh, oh, he called it oh." Yeah, I mean, it is a weird. We we're we, not we. French, so but yeah, it was. But the homies came. We took a shot, and uh, yeah, hey, when all fails, yes. take a shot. And uh, yeah. you know, I actually wanted to keep going. Yeah, yeah. nine. Came, like it was a hard stop at nine too. No, I replied uh, to him. I said, "You look checked out." He goes, "That was before the shots." Hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, oh, it was fun. Man. Though. It was a good time, man. Because like. 
my girl came and I didn't want her to come because I was like, you know, it's like, you know, like it's like a hip hop party. And like, I don't know if you're used to that. She's like, what do you mean? Like, I love hip hop. I'm like, I love I mean, like, wop. You know, she's just like Vegas clubs yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but she's like Vegas clubs and like, you know, like just like, yeah. I don't know. And like she walked in, she's like, I never knew anything like this existed in LA. Like wow. this is amazing. Yeah, I love. Like, she a- loved it. I'm like, Akon. <laughs> yeah, she loves Akon. <laughs> yeah, Akon's amazing though. Yeah. Funny. So yeah, it was a it was fun, man. That's but dope. yeah, nice. So day one, I already broke my no drinking for a month. Uh, <laughs> oh oh man, I told you. Yesterday was New Year. True. Have you drank? Oh, you have. Yeah, no, no. on water. <laughs> yeah, I've just been drinking water. God damn! There you go. You started off the New Year with the with the water. Yeah, man. Let. Last week was still December, okay? Yeah, right. yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> That's how we rolling. How are you doing over there? I'm good. I'm actually good. I, like my my, uh, we didn't call them resolutions, call them goals, right? It's like I think like the re- when you switch it to goals, they tend to last yeah. past like the first two weeks of January. Yeah. Yeah. When it's a resolution, is you check out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I think like resolutions is just like oh, like a generic, yeah. like general, like oh, I want to be better. Yeah, it's like yeah. a blanket term. Or Danny, yeah, did you have you, any uh, resolutions or goals? Just content, man. Year, I really want to focus. Yeah, Instagram. Like more active social media. Stuff. Yeah, TikTok, you know. Okay. <laughs> kind of got to lean into that now. Yeah. Dude, um, and, and rebrand. Tough, Actually, yeah. I'm trying to like rebrand my name. Yeah, so I wanted to ask uh. you about that. I saw I, I saw that on your Instagram. I was like like scrolling or whatever, and then I hit this. I didn't recognize this name. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And I like follow someone. I was wasted. And then I went, I was like, <laughs> and it was him. And I was like, well, but... What what's the name? I I wanted to talk to you because I didn't get it right away. <laughs> so it's it's DJ Dyer D Y R E Dyer. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny. A lot of people hit me up like, "Yo, is this a fake account?" <laughs> I'm like, no, man. It's my real Instagram. Uh, so it's just my name broke like shortened. So D Y for Danny and then R E for Red, which is my last name's meaning Rojas. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. just to make it a little more marketable, like just easier to recognize. Okay, you know. Four letters. So, <laughs> yeah. Dyer? Yeah, Dyer. Okay, Dyer. Yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, wait, what, what is this? Okay, who is this? Okay, okay, <laughs> Dyer, Dyer. Because I wasn't sure if it was Dyer or... Di- what? I don't know. I was trying to sound it out and I couldn't do it. <laughs> but yeah, what? what's the reason behind the rebrand? Because you... And I want to... You know, we're talking about rebrands. And I think rebrands... I think rebrands, I think reinventing yourself... All those things are important. It, it's funny because I had coffee with our good friend Izzo, which has been on the pod with Angie. He he's like my like longtime friend, but I always like admire his way of thinking. So we had coffee, and he was like, he's always talked about like rebranding and reinventing yourself always since like for like fifteen years, yeah. bro. And he would always send me like he his idol, not idol, but like his his uh. I guess re- his his uh, not reason for believing it, but he would always show me Bowie shit, yeah. David Bowie, mm-hmm. and how he he would rebrand. Yeah, yeah. So today, this morning, he sent me a, a a clip, and it was like Gary V talking about content and and how you supposed to keep up and switch up the content like yeah. he goes yeah. you some people always do the same shit and it's just not interesting yeah, anymore it gets stale he goes yeah. he goes why do you think like madonna she was doing the whole how she was in the beginning mm-hmm. and then she fucking 
rebranded or reinvented herself into like more electronic yeah, and like yeah. it was just an interesting nice. thing because i was thinking about the rebrand shin and he sent me that so I, anyway yeah that was like a whole <laughs> two minutes of a whole nothing. Hole. <laughs> i fucking confused myself <laughs> but yes uh rebrand reinventing is so fucking um important and i think a lot of people and I, and i thought about you too because i think a lot of people are afraid to do it because a what other people think right that's a <laughs> huge one of course b they think they're what they've been doing for so long holds too much weight yeah. or has too much equity yeah. which who fucking cares yeah. <laughs> like for example like when on your bio at like formerly known as uh, Danny Rojas, Rojas yeah. I was like scrap that <laughs> like you're too young to be formally known yeah. as anything right like, yeah that's actually if you're going to rebrand fucking go hard none of this formally formally known made you like seem old right 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 you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's, that's and I'm actually just, like, a great like this is great like yeah, i'm yeah. just like what i see right no 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 i'm i'm, I'm here and i and i and i do like that you have it now because it was like new and yeah and i was like i only knew that was really your page because i <laughs> saw that i was like okay it's fucking danny yeah but <laughs> i i would say like starting february 1st yeah, that's all that's off the bio oh yeah 100 percent. i mean that was already the plan to begin with was like i'm gonna be very quick with it like i'm gonna have the one post and after like a set amount of time, I was going to get rid of Danny Rojas and just phase it out completely. So today on the radio, you just got off the air. Yeah. Were you yeah, so we, Danny we actually, Rojas? We, or, or, oh, you, you we did We broke it. the news today like on air. Uh, oh, on nice. power. Yeah. That's so dope. E-Man was like, oh, yeah. Like <laughs> we were talking about my ex of all things. And E-Man was like, oh, yeah. Like his ex was dating Danny Rojas, <laughs> not DJ <laughs> Dyer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. No, the whole, the whole rebranding thing for me is just like I want to enter new markets. Yeah. Um, Danny Rojas is long, you know, it's just my name. Yeah. Um, I was actually, I had a great conversation with uh, Drew Pierce about it. And he was like, yo, like you're, you're starting to build a great name for yourself, but your name is like, yeah. it's just, it's long. <laughs> he's uh, just like straight up. He's like, you're a great DJ and everything, but Danny Rojas is just like a long name. Like you need something quick and recognizable. Yeah. And I've been thinking about it for a minute. And my main thing was like, I just, I'm all about like, making informed decisions mm -hmm. and not being like hasty i guess yeah, yeah. but also being able to like you know what i need to cut this and yeah. focus on whatever new venture there is so dj dyer man i like that yeah good for good. festivals vegas right yeah. exactly it's just yeah. four letters that's what my thing i wanted it to be four letters like i think that's so it's easy cool to remember to short name yeah yeah, yeah. 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 like i am i am literally yeah two letters four letters like that was just that was my main thing was I wanted it to be super short. Yeah, and Danny's uh, one of the guys we talked about, yeah. we talk about often on the pod, and he was one of the guys I think I mentioned that I loved about him, that he was the youngest guy yeah. in, in the DJ world I met that knew history, yeah. that knew AM, yeah. and knew like even like siphonized yeah. Puro Party days and Puro things party. like that. Like he, <laughs> yeah, he fucking had, pulled up to our neighborhood market with the – with the CD and he, yeah. he bought it on uh, Discogs. Discogs, man. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was sick. Buddha Body Volume 1. <laughs> yeah, bro. Wait, how much was it? 27 Damn. cents. <laughs> that was actually kind of a lot. It was like 30 bucks. Damn. Damn. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, CDs Who's making go for money off of us? Yo, CDs, like old mix CDs. Like, Mary Fashion was looking up his uh, old um, 
uh, fader mixes. Yeah, and he and found like one. The one, oh, he, the one he found was like, what, 30 bucks too? Like, or 27 or some shit? Yeah. And he was like, damn, I'm not oh, buying that. Oh. <laughs> I've been wanting to, I think you said you had it, the uh, the Buco breaks, man. I don't oh, yeah. I don't Ooh. think I have any more on vinyl. And I used I have to have it tons. You, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I have like it. volume three or something. Volume three? Damn, yeah. well, I don't even remember what was on it. It had like sushi on the. Yeah, they all <laughs> did. That was kind of the thing. Oh, right? shit. Yeah, so. So, um, Vice, so it was Sife, myself, myself, Sife, Vice, and Echo did those party breaks. And DJ, Vice's son, they used to love eating sushi at, at this place called Buko. Oh. And it was in Eagle Rock, right? Mm-hmm. It was called Buko. And I, was it sushi? It was, it was kind of Asian like, food, but it was, yeah. it was, it was teriyaki and shit. I think it was like teriyaki. It was like teriyaki yeah. chicken, like kind of like Japanese, but not like mm. super authentic. But yeah, yeah it's American. Yeah, very American, but it was called Buko, and, and that's the reason we called it Buko Breaks. That's crazy. And yeah. I think Buko, it, meant, it means big or something. Like, I mean, it's like a big word. Like, yeah. I think it means like big or huge or like the one of the, that's the definition mm. of it, I think. I so. That's the background of why it, call, it was called Buko Breaks, and that's why there's sushi on it, because it was wild. really the name of a yeah. uh, Japanese restaurant. Yep. I love learning stuff like that, man. You guys have such a crazy and like elaborate history. <laughs> it's it's so interesting. <laughs> Thank you. It, it's crazy because w- we were your age um, when we were doing it, and we were like oh, yeah. just fucking going. Like We didn't have social media to like right. see what other people were doing. And I think that was our biggest blessing yeah. is like we didn't fucking make party breaks because like we saw someone else doing it. We just right. did what we loved. Yeah. And like next thing you know, like we just kept figuring shit out. And it was harder because we didn't have access to learning things and, and access to knowledge and, and, and how to do, you know, how to videos. We right. didn't have any of that back mm-hmm. then. We just had to figure it out, learn it. Yep. But it, shit was interesting, man. See, that's amazing because you guys had so many like unique things that like helped identify your entire history. And I feel like now I'm kind of at like a disadvantage in a way because now every DJ, right, is like on TikTok or Instagram. And there's so many times where I've been like scrolling on TikTok and I see like a cool word player transition. And I'm like, shit, like I wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I never did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, well, now I can't bite that because someone else did it. Yeah. And yeah. It, Even you know, if you, it was an idea you already had, yeah. right? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. that's crazy. There's that a lot of quite that. often on TikTok too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> you know? that's true. Yeah. yeah. No, that happens with anything, bro. Like even with design shit that I like have an idea to do and then randomly through scrolling and like or seeing and I'll see that idea already happened and i'm like yeah. whoa <laughs> it makes me feel good that i was onto something but it, it makes me it bums me out that like oh shit it's already it's already happened already literally been done. yeah yeah <laughs> which is like fucking so it's kind of like a race it's like if you think of something put it out or yeah, it's technology man yeah, yeah. everything yep. just you know record it on make content everything's instant so like you know every time someone puts something out it's boom right there and there's there's like dj beef of like People that claim certain mixes oh, yeah. that oh, who did it man. first and who did and it's DJ just like, Twitter's toxic, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm not on it, man. I just can't, I'm not I, a part I of that handle it. <laughs> it's bad. I see so many DJs like, oh, so and so, you know, bite you was biting off of my routine and this and that. And it's like if you really look at the history, you can't really even tell like who made it up. Like, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard. That deep. It's yeah. really yeah, hard. Yeah. Some of are just obvious, like 
wordplay or obvious. whatever. Yeah, like, like, of like, course, people know, are going to do that. The key is in key and this and that. And just right. like, yo, like, if you're a good enough DJ, you're going to figure it out. Like, exactly. You know? Yeah. And that's probably uh, Beat Breaker could give us a thumbs up or thumbs down. Like, in the edit <laughs> world, too, oh, I'm yeah. sure you, like, have an idea. <laughs> oh, man. And then, like, not even knowing and someone else just did it. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and it's not like, sometimes some are, like, obvious, right? Yeah. Like, I hear a lot of, like, obvious wordplay or original to yeah. OG to new yeah. type thing. But like, there's some that are more thoughtful yeah. that someone did. And you're like, how the fuck did we think of the same thing? Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And when I, uh, I got to, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, um, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. When I, uh, I got to, I was fortunate enough to, to compete in the Goldie Awards. Um, oh, yeah. And making up a routine was so hard. <laughs> so it was like I only had a couple of days and I was like, shit, like I this was like happened by complete surprise to me. When so, was the Goldies? Uh 2021. Okay. This it is was a, it was the last one. one. It was the last one that they oh, okay. did. Because Miles at the first one, right? Yes. And then there was, a, oh man, his routine was insane. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. We just re it just randomly came up on YouTube the other day. <laughs> we were watching it and we're like, damn, that was a good Bad routine. Ass routine. Yeah. So that was the third <laughs> Goldies then, right? Uh or Miles? Four. No, you're not. I'm not sure to be okay. 100% honest with you, but yeah, I'm like pretty sure Miles won the first one. They probably one. skipped one during COVID, or they right? I was yours know. in I think person? They did a COVID one. It was online. Yours oh, was oh, online. I, I did a battle in person, or was like a you know like a tryout, I guess, yeah. and then I competed online. Ah, they judged me online. Okay, um, but it was crazy, man. It happened actually at ComplexCon. Uh, he a track posted like, "Yo, like whoever's down to come by and like." Try out for Goldie Awards to make oh, it to semifinals. Shit. Come to ComplexCon. Wow! And I was wow. like, "Damn, I wasn't gonna go to ComplexCon, but now I like I want to go." Reason, yeah. So you know, I bought a ticket and I went. I was like, straight after a street team hit, like I was still wearing my power gear. Wow! And I pulled up, and you know, I just did a little, very simple like beat juggle, some cuts, and a track was there, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like that's a track. Like yeah, I'm such a huge there. fan yeah, of a track. A track. Yeah, literally, and. He came up to me, you know, and he's just like so chill and like calm. He's like, yeah, like that was pretty cool. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And, you know, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm like nerding out like, oh, my God, it's fucking A-Track. And he's like, yeah, like, so would you be down to compete in the Goldie Awards? And I was like, oh, oh shit. shit. Hell yeah, absolutely. So it was it was A-Track and uh, Babu that were like wow. judging oh, that. Two legends. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, it was, was at that crazy. complex con actually. So much fun. Yeah, yeah, they had the whole Fool's Gold booth. Yeah, they had like a neon yeah. sign. I ran into him that day too. <laughs> it was so crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, from there, the rest is history. I, I made it to semifinals, competed, got smoked by Ease and, you know, everyone. Oh, <laughs> oh the Ease was on? Yeah, oh, man. Uh, okay. Such ease, where you at? Monaco, Monaco, ease. Monaco, Monaco, ease, you know? <laughs> it, was, it was such a pivotal moment for me, though, because awesome, I looked man. up so much to ease. Like, my dad put me on to ease's videos mm. when he did Red Bull 3 style and like, oh, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. All right, let's do it, man. Let's get into the history, because <laughs> this, um, this is fascinating to me. The fact that, like, even A-Track is, like, your idol, and he was doing, like, winning battles before you were even yeah. thought literally. of yeah, literally. being <laughs> born, right? Like, yeah. He was, A-Track was 15 years 15, old. Like, 15. One DMC. Yeah. But I grew up watching VHS of yeah. A-Track mm -hmm. and fucking yeah, Craze and, yep. and B-Junkies and all these guys. So like, I started DJing already like watching them in real time, right? right. Like I'm not going back to the archives right, of right. these guys 
I was watching this in real time. You got to see it unfold. So, mm -hmm. so you, how, fast forward, um, you, when did you start DJing? So I learned when I was, well, I started learning very early on. My dad started having me start like practicing mixing and scratching when I was probably like six or seven. Oh, shit. Oh, six damn. or seven. Yeah, yeah. Like what year super, was this? Super, super young. So that would be like 2007 2007? and 2008, like 2009, like around that age range. Um, and he, he wanted me to DJ like so bad. Like he, your dad was a DJ. <laughs> he was a DJ. He was DJing like full time at that time and working at uh, LA County. And um, he wanted me to DJ so bad that it actually turned me off from DJing. Yeah. Wow, he, oh, he, he wanted me to do it. watch fucking Tiger Woods documentary <laughs> and shit. Like, uh. <laughs> it was that deal where it was like he wanted, you know, he was making me practice my cuts and shit. And I, he did it so much to where I was like, you know what? I just don't want to do this. Like, yeah. you're, you're making me do it, so That's I don't want to do it. Yeah, six and oh, seven, you want to play with toys and, like, video yeah. games and Literally, shit. Literally, like, yeah. I was playing Xbox, and you'd be like, yo, how's your chirp coming along? <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Damn, Damn, that's dope. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Cool. Damn. That's literally yeah. what people do, like for athletes, right? Yeah. Like oh, the yeah. parents, like, "Yo, you're gonna be a pro fucking soccer player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking, you're my 401k, Damn, bro." <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually very thankful for it because it gave me like a huge jump start. Yeah. Very, Not very early. Real. Okay, so when did you start liking it? So I started really liking it around like junior high, so like seventh, eighth grade, going into high school. It was when he kind of like real like backed away, okay. and I was like, you know what? Like, I want to rediscover it just on my own. Yeah. I got a controller. He, he gave me a, a controller for my birthday. He got me a SR, <laughs> the first generation mm. SR. And I was like, cool. Like I was practicing in my bedroom. I was getting better at mixing. And then it was when I started doing like my high school dances that I was like, yo, like yeah. <laughs> this is hooked. what I want to do. Yeah. Like this nice. is insane. <laughs> is it because the girls were like looking at you? Literally. Or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, like the all cool the girls kids. talking You're like, about yo, me, this man. gives attention. I'm yeah. the man. <laughs> I'm the man of the the hour right here yeah. playing. Yeah. That's crazy. Literally, that's that like started it for me, like where I was like, oh, like I want to take this serious. And a big part of that was like, I want to make sure that I learn about the history. That's because awesome. I want to get into battling. That was my big thing. Okay, so like, that I was your battle. thing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was like from the jump when I first really started getting into it. It was like I started watching the DMCs. Red Bull 3 Style was still happening. So I was all over those. And then at the same time, my dad was putting me on to videos because he started realizing I was picking up on it. So he was putting me on to like the DJ City... Uh, cut rooms with five. Mm, I remember oh watching God. that video, oh, man. Oh, the Vegas one, yeah. Yeah, the Vegas one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was such a big fan. Yeah. And at the same time, it was also Power. I was learning about Power because he was putting me on like, oh yeah, you need to watch out for this guy, Eric Deluxe, look what he's doing. Like, that's what you want to do one day. Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. So you're, what, what type of a DJ was your dad? Was he into the battle scene? Was he playing parties, clubs? So he never got super deep into to battling. He did like a couple of like the small, like, you know, like the, what is it? Guitar Center battles oh, like yeah. back in the day. Okay. Um, but he, yeah, he was a big into the clubs at that time. So, wow. I mean, my first time I went into a nightclub was probably 740 Globe Theater now mm -hmm. when I was like, probably like 12 during yeah. the day of course yeah. he, he was just going to pick up a check but i got to see the nightclub yeah and for it's like the rest spot. of my life that like stuck in my mind that wow. memory of seeing like this massive nightclub and thinking like oh wow like my dad's djing there every weekend was that's like crazy that's cool. yeah oh man i probably used to play with your dad i used to play <laughs> he was danny rojas too danny rojas DJ? yeah damn i'm sure dude i think he's 100 he i'm like sure i played one a couple times for you really he opened for e-man like he has pictures i am so. I, <laughs> I used to play 740 sometimes and yeah it's crazy very was 740 nights. um a power like 
club, whatever. You know, when you guys yeah, came, like, yeah, they would like advertise. Yep, yeah. one of those spots. Yep, it was like uh, a Power One Hundred Six type of venue. type of spot. A Mirage. Yeah, yeah, like, Mirage, yeah very similar. <laughs> yep. Only know that uh, that club from them. Like talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> that was my first residency. Yeah. <laughs> La Mirage. Yeah. No way. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, that was my first. My my friend. Uh, my friends were the promoters, and we started just like, bro, get in where you fit in. They wanted to. They wanted us to walk around and slap flyers on cars. We yeah. would do it yeah. or stand outside of clubs and pass out flyers, yeah. pass out. We're little promoters. Yeah. Paying Danny Dice, myself, yeah. my brother. Oh, shit. We were under Generation X, which, ah. which was like a party crew or promoters. Um, and that's how I met Sife because yeah. Generation X did a party with, with uh, uh, 437, 437, oh. Juan Franco. Oh, yeah. Dang. yeah. And... They did a party together, and that's the first time I met Sife, and that was in 2000. Wow. No shit. So before yeah. you were born. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's true. Shit. Yeah, so I'm sure I play with your dad, man. That's crazy. 740. So is your dad still DJing? No, no. Just I kinda, mean, like, just kind of like recreational. Does like, he still have his records? <laughs> so it's actually a funny story. Um, he had all his records at uh, his mom, my grandma's house, and she thought because he wasn't using them that he didn't want them. Oh, oh my God. So she threw oh, away shit. literally like a wall of vinyl, probably as tall as this wall. That's not a funny story, bro. That's a heartbreaking story. He still way. heard about it. To this day. Oh, man. <laughs> Gave them wow. away? No, or she threw them away. So like someone <laughs> came up that day. Yeah, someone oh, definitely. Like, drove by like, oh, shit. <laughs> Did you guys, have you guys told her that she could have made a couple thousand dollars off that? <laughs> she knows. She knows. To the, yeah. I think my dad gave her a earful after that day. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Damn. What yeah. about his turntables? Right. Uh, so, them? no. Um, his original turntables, he sold. It was funny. Back in the early 2000s, he actually sold his techniques for CDJs. Oh. And so he switched to CDJs for a little bit. And when I was first learning how to mix, it was on CDJs. Okay. Wow. And like then, that. you know, he got over it and he has turntables now. <laughs> nice. Oh, he, he went back? Yeah, it's funny how you yeah. go back to fucking... <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He, likes he likes to okay. scratch. He can cut too? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Damn. We should have brought him on the pod, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Does he listen? He does, actually. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I've been showing him. How, I mean, you guys were talking about me with Nick Ferrer, and we ended up watching the whole episode together, and he loved it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's nice. Cool. So seven, seventh grade, you get your first party. Yeah. What happens after that? So I got my first party and I'll never forget that party for the rest of my life because it was the same day or like the same weekend that I got braces. And I remember <laughs> I was DJing the party and my teeth were like hurting like crazy. And someone was like, yo, like you hungry? Like we got chicken and beans and shit. And I was like, dude, yeah, absolutely. But I can't really like eat anything. Yeah. So they brought me a plate of beans and I don't know what I did, but I, <laughs> I like, you know, I'm trying to eat the beans and I bite like hard. And, you know, my teeth hit and I you just broke remember a like, like, I actually like teared up. Huh? You broke a bracket? No, 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 no. I, oh. I was just like in so much pain because oh, I like, I like bit down like I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> it was oh, like the worst man. pain imaginable. Ruined your fucking night. Yeah, yeah. Damn. But uh, no, that first party, man. Yeah, I was DJing. I remember playing um, at the time Coco, I think was like a hot song. OT, OT? Genesis. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, was that wow. 07? No, no. This is actually so. I must be getting the the dates wrong. Oh no! Wait, you said you started in 07. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, but First no, yeah, day. no. This was closer to like 2013. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, my bad. Um, that was my fault. You started 07. Yeah. 
and then the party okay yeah, yeah i didn't start doing like mobile djing till about 2013 and you know i was playing coco and all that and it was cool i mean nothing happened from it nothing came of it like it was my first gig for one of my homies and um it wasn't really until high school that i started getting into it again okay like really really like you know getting bookings mobile yeah. djing damn that's interesting man like i remember us growing up i because i started djing like I didn't graduate from high school, but while I was in high school uh -huh. and I remember like Remark was like going to the same high school. He was one year older and he would DJ at lunch and like then Legends. I don't know if you, yeah, you yeah, probably don't know them, but they like a bunch of like South Bay, like Cerrito guys. They would come do all the parties like Icy Ice. And yeah. I don't think Icy oh, Ice would be one of the guys that would come, but they bro i would watch them be like the blown away yeah. like yo what is this this is what yeah. i want to do yeah they came to vegas for like um one of those um the, the filipino like philam like groups for the university uh, and i went, went to go see them and then i was just like oh shit it wasn't ice ice either but it was a legend yeah because yeah, there was a ton of them like gene hove was part of them yeah, right yeah yep. yeah jay solo was oh yeah, yeah i remember DJ. jay solo yeah, yeah. jay and then i was just like whoa and that's when i met retmatic and key cool for the first time. Um, I was a kid too. Yeah. I was all your age. <laughs> <laughs> At the time. Yeah, but I yeah. wonder what it, uh, uh, I wonder what it was like having a dad that like wanted you yeah. to do this. Like my dad was like thought I was wasting my time, right? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Turn yeah. this music off. <laughs> you know, like imagine My dad wanted me to be a lawyer. Your dad wanted you to be a lawyer? He's like, be a lawyer or a nurse. And I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Damn. Those are pretty extreme differences. <laughs> Filipino. I think my yeah. dad just wanted me to like have a job. Yeah. Same. Like, just work. Yeah, my dad same, was like, yeah. you know, t came from Mexico, like yep. factory worker. And like to him, that's like, yeah. that's what you need to do. Like yeah. it wasn't on some like, hey, it's funny because like my dad wasn't on some like, you got to be better than me. Like you grew up, you were born here. Like. You got to go to college. Like he was just like, get a job and yeah. work. And I'm like, survive. The fuck? Yeah, survive. <laughs> no, he didn't have high expectations. Just yeah. pretty. I guess looking back was like kind of cool. Yeah, I talked my parents into uh, into it. I was like begging, 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 and I saved up lunch money, and then they kind of met me halfway, and you know, got me my first Gemini. But yeah, nice. Damn. Gemini, but they didn't, they still didn't get it until like you know. I started paying Gemini for the mortgage. Gemini belt drive? Those are yeah. the worst. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. I had Gemini. I had I actually had Gemini direct drives. They came oh, out okay. with one. Yeah, when it became direct oh, drive, yeah. it was like better. And I was oh, like, was yeah, belt. these are yeah. hot. <laughs> you can even practice on those. <laughs> I like, mean, yeah. I did it. <laughs> yeah, Remember crazy. the blue Newmark turntables? Oh, my God. They had oh, the yeah. blue mixer, but then they had turntables too, and they yeah. were belt drive, and they were like, holy shit. Yeah. You try to even cue a record, and the whole plate <laughs> just stops. It terrible. Damn, yeah. like holy shit. Fuck, man. Yeah, we, we struggled coming yeah, up. I was fortunate. I got to skip all that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, shit. I was already yeah. pioneer like SZs and shit by the time Damn. I really got into it. Damn. So, so did you ever have a moment? Because I think we're all fascinated by the by how we mentioned you doing your research and your history. Yeah. Did you time. ever just say, fuck all these old fools? Like, <laughs> I, I want to be like fucking. <laughs> Calvin Harris, because I'm guessing at at the time when you like at your first party yeah. when Coco's uh -huh. out, uh -huh. that's the peak yeah. of that whole EDM boom, right? I'm guessing like we the Vegas, the Vegas yeah. room switched in 2010. Super big. So 11, 12, 13, it was like 
big room EDM. You got yeah. Chucky, fucking yeah, all these guys. My dad was actually really into it. <laughs> it's funny. He wasn't. Did he? Yet. Did he ever try to like tell you like, yo, fuck this battle shit. It ain't gonna make you no money. Go. <laughs> Not that it doesn't, yeah, but like yeah, it's yeah, yeah, no, no. like in that day, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was just like the obvious. Like it was transparent how much money these guys were making. So yeah, imagine like if your dad was the guy that wanted you to become a DJ. Did he ever say you need to start producing EDM, or did he just still let you do your thing on the turntable stuff? It it was like a mixture of both. Cause to this day he still tells me he's super into like house music EDM. Yeah. I mean he was making mixes still at that time, so yeah. he had some crazy EDM mixes back then. And, well, back uh, then it was just house mixes. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even well, called yeah, EDM. Yeah, it was, no, it EDM, was still yeah. just house, yeah. right? Or like blog house that type. Of blog house, okay. and then um, after that was like uh, it's called electronica, right? Electronic music. Uh -huh. Electronic dance, dirty Dutch. They changed the names. I guess it like, yeah, like it evolved yeah. into. I don't even know what it's called anymore, man. Some <laughs> of the shit I play. <laughs> uh, no, a hundred percent. Because he knew that that was big at yeah. that moment. But I had gotten so stuck on DJ AM. <laughs> That's okay. why I talked. So about how did you so get much. up on AM? So my mom is a huge fan of AM. Okay. Oh, wow. She, my, well, both my parents saw AM multiple times, yeah. and they would always talk about it. So, you know, growing up, I would listen to my mom talk about, like, I remember seeing Iron Man 2, and my mom and my uncle took me, and my mom wanted to see it just because AM was in it. Really? Like, oh, she didn't, she didn't even like Iron Man. She just wanted to see wow. AM. Damn, that's like, that was crazy. Boy. Yeah. And so hearing about him so much, I was like, man, like, who's this guy? So I, I looked him up, and once that happened, it was, like, around the same time that the, the, the movie premiered, uh, the movie came out, I was like, in it like i was in the rabbit hole like okay like this is how i want to go about things and that's when i started learning about like dexstar and scam artists and then uh my dad took me to my first dmc so i got to see dmc happen with the beat junkies damn i've never been to a dmc oh my god it was insane i went to itf yeah yeah in like 97 itf man that's another legendary battle um but it was it kind of all came together at the same time like what I was being exposed to. Mm -hmm. So during the same time of like EDM having its huge peak, I was just hypnotized by like this crazy open format hip hop that I was mm -hmm. learning about at that time. And that mashups, that was yeah, like mash the mashup music, era yeah. and all that? Mm -hmm. All that. Damn, that's so crazy, bro. Um, and how did your parents get into AM? Just, well, my well, dad, obviously your dad. Yeah, my dad was mom? in the scene at the time. My mom, she was just a fan. Like she just, you know, really liked his, I remember listening to his old mixes and stuff like on CDs back in the day. And it was funny. My dad tries to deny it, but back in the day, he used to kind of hate on AM because he really? would be like, oh, like his cuts aren't that good. And I remember it. He tries to play it off. Uh, he, he used to talk It's crazy because he, uh, I mean, I thought the same because like when I heard him cut, I was like, oh, it's just crabs and shit. But he kind of made it his own signature style. Yeah. When you heard that scratch, you that knew pattern. it was AM. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, know, you still hear that scratch. You still hear it. Yeah, there's a, it so there's a generation yeah. of DJs now or out still that like, are were very influenced by AM, yeah. and you can tell because by the way they scratch, yeah. and they scratch exactly like them. Mm -hmm. 100%. Man, he was so clean with it. Yeah, Shit. he had that one pattern down where it was and then he would just go into a full crab. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I learned those patterns like so quickly, and I was. It, it was at that time where I was like, I want to learn how to do that scratch. Yeah, it was like okay, like then I was learning how to crab and, and all that shit. And uh, it was funny because at the, you know, in high school, my dad had an S9 with techniques 
and I had gotten kind of lazy where I was just kind of like, you know, cue point, mixing, yeah. echo out, whatever. And he actually sold the S9 and we only had a 57. And then you, you're you like, fuck, like, I'm limited. It forced me to learn though. Oh. Like, I'm so mm. glad that that happened because it was like, now I can't rely on reverb yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know, all that crap. Yeah. Like I had to learn how to outro without an echo and mm -hmm. that type of thing. Wow. So, oh, shit. Yeah. Damn, that's dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that, bro. That's why I was like, man, we got to get. I wanted to get him on because the DJs we meet now that are young just don't fucking understand, bro. <laughs> they just yeah. don't get it. And is and I feel like the more and more I see people are like coming up to me, like, yo, I, I want to start DJing or I DJ now. And why? It's because of money. Yeah, yeah. they see yeah. money. They know how how much money DJing can make you. They yeah. don't know what the bullshit we deal with or to even get to that type of money but they just see the money and they're like and that's what i love about you man like we, we when we first met you were always just like giving love and being super nice and never asked yo how do i get into you've never yeah. asked yeah. for a help yeah. ever <laughs> never and that and dude like so many people are like, yo, how do I, I want to start DJing. How do I break into Vegas? Like, you're missing about like, like 10 how, years there. How, how do I mix two songs? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. They don't, no one wants to put in that work, man. Yeah. And you're, you're like, obviously you're a rare case because your, your dad was a DJ, but man, I, I really appreciate that. And I'm not like against uh, the other way either because like it's not their fault, right? Like, no, if that's someone what they starts see. DJing, and what they're exposed to is the, you know, the marshmallows of this, like, yeah. so be, that's fine too. You know, like that's, that's their generation. That's their, 100%. that's what they, they strive for. That's their idols. You know, it, it's just, it's dope that you got to taste of both. Cause man, like that's a, that's like gold that you got to do it. No, I'm, I'm very thankful for the way things kind of like panned out. Cause it was honestly, a lot of it was like the right place at the right time type of thing. So what are... What are some of the things that you're aspiring for? Like, what's what's some goals that you have? Because I know you're on Power 106 now. Right, right. And to me, that was an interesting thing, too. Because, like, young DJs... They don't care about radio. They don't man. care about radio. <laughs> At all. At all. Yeah. So that that was a big part this, of... Was this your dad's dream for you to be on Power? No, actually. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. Because he was actually kind of against it. He was like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. FM radio, like you just leave it behind. Mm -hmm. I was like, there's so much more to it though, because it's going to help me build connections. Yeah. It's going to give me a brand that I can kind of attach my name with. Like it was a little more methodical. Like I try to be very, very like methodical about how I go about things, connections, like mm -hmm. everything has like a reason basically. Mm -hmm. So with power, the idea was I'm looking up to these DJs like Eric Deluxe and Five, Big Sife, all these guys. And if you, a lot of them, um, started at Power. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like mm -hmm. that was the thing. Was like they started at Power. Vice. My favorite DJ Am started at or, uh, started at Power Vice. Like I look up to you guys so much, and it was because of like the way you went about things. You started on Power. You were there. You had a show. Like you you grew there, mm -hmm. and it evolved into something like amazing. And which is which is a DJ career, right? Yeah. Which is the goal, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think the key word there is. This is going to be like <laughs> started there, right? As long as you have an exit, right. <laughs> you know, and I, and I love all my radio family, but like 
I think some people spend a little too much and, and there's people that evolve to like different roles, which is fine too. Right. You know, more behind the scenes stuff. Of course. But man, like high, I highly recommend do it till you feel time's up. Right. Yeah. The, it, all right. I learned like, it's like, it, it's your college. Right. 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 Go that's, meet people. that's the way I see it. Yeah. Go like meet learning. people, go learn. And then when, when the opportunity comes for you to exit, Please. Yeah. And I don't mean that like talking shit because like, I, I, I appreciate what radio yeah. did for me, but I'm glad I left when I did because, you know, other opportunities and, and doors open. Right. When you when you feel comfortable and confident and enough, enough to leave a situation, because when I left power, it was at a time where power was still important, not... Again, not that it's not important anymore. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. But it was different, way yeah. different back then. So when I left, no one has ever left. Mm -hmm. yeah. Everyone's been fired right. from there. Like no one has just like, uh, it's time for me to move on. So people were looking at me like, what are you doing? Like no one just leaves a show, mm -hmm. you know? Of course. So I I don't know, man. I just, what, I trusted my, my ability and it Did worked you out. Did you wake up one day and was just like, you know what? It's going to be my last day today. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I be on, I don't want to be on Probably for five more. years. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, you quit and, and you remember you went back too. I went back. Oh. I, I, yeah, yeah, I was going to say you were I'm there like in 2014, right? I went back. I went back because I, I, was, I, I was producing again. Uh, very heavy producing yeah, and 14, like, like fucking 15, turning 16. down gigs yeah. to produce. Like, nah, I need to be in the studio. I, yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Damn. And I felt like you, like you felt like there's a place that you can meet people. I love my first radio run. It was incredible. That was like college, my college years, yeah. blacking out on the air, yeah. getting <laughs> fired, almost getting fired because of Lil John. I've heard so many stories. Uh, <laughs> There's stories. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> when I was on the radio for the first time, was, I didn't want to be on. And that was the right reason because yeah. we started having fun with it. But we didn't want to be on. Right. Vice and Echo. Or like, you should be on the radio. Nope. <laughs> Fucking Vice is like, bro, we're going to record a demo at the house. We went to Vice's house at like, and oh, we're hey. up till three in the morning. That's crazy. And I told Saif, I was like, bro, let's just record. We were like, no, 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 no. Let's go to Blockbuster. Yep. We're going to go <laughs> rent a movie, a physical VHS, uh, or it might have been uh, DVD. DVD. Oh, man. <laughs> but that was what our plan. We were going to watch a movie. And inside Blockbuster, Vice is like, he goes, wait, don't we have to record a demo tonight? We're like, no. <laughs> He's like, bro, I'm going to slap you. Then we used to slap each other back then. He goes, I'm going to slap you. We're doing it. And then, yeah, we went back to his house. Dude, we didn't know what we were doing. And we record, not be ourselves. Like, I don't know how to be ourselves. And then they kind of forced us to not be ourselves. It was like very confusing. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, a week later, we're on the air. And that was, that's, crazy. that's just kind of how, and then I, ha I had to, like, I'm really good at, not knowing anything, but figuring it out. Like if you fucking, if something breaks at the crib that I've never done before, like I will fix it somehow. I relate like I to just, that so much. <laughs> bro, mm. cameras, every uh, the craziest electronics in the house, like I literally installed it myself. Free YouTube too, huh? Nah, but I need YouTube. <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I'm down yeah. with YouTube. I, I, I need the YouTube, but you still yeah, gotta yeah, do yeah, it, you know? Sure. Yeah. Or even pre-YouTube, yeah, yeah, figure it saying, out. Yeah. But yeah, um, no. I feel that, just, 100%. So, bro, like like we were talking about La Mirage. 
I used to open for for Vinyl Dave, and then I, I would get like headliner slots and fucking. They would be like, "Hey, uh, can you say last call for alcohol?" Yeah, and I couldn't <laughs> oh do my it. God. Oh, you would get like. Yeah, I'm, I was very shy as a kid. Was super quiet. Like couldn't, bro. A microphone, zero chance. I was on the street team, just a DJ. I would never host. Bro, never. Yeah. I'm just. You were just DJing. DJing. Yeah. And if I would host, I'd be like fucking up yeah. and shit. Um, I just, dude, I turned into another person. Like I would just go in there and black out and like just. And then like my mom would be like, "Who's this? You're not. That's not you on the radio. Like, yeah, that's me. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. Even like I was talking to B Breaker earlier. Like, even when with this podcast, like I just do it, and I don't even know what I'm saying sometimes. Like, obviously, sometimes it's obvious, but <laughs> but I was listening to the Stone Rock one, and mm -hmm. I was watching it like I was listening for the first time. Mm -hmm. Because the shit he was saying, I don't remember him saying it to me in real time. It didn't click in your mind in the moment. It's crazy. Oh, like, He was saying some scientific shit. Yeah, he <laughs> was going in. He also, it's also that. You <laughs> no, know, but I get what you're he saying. He speaks that, another yeah. language. Bites fucking your, your, I don't know. Man, I ate a cookie before watching that podcast and you guys made me regret How that dare shit you? so much. <laughs> How dare you eat a cookie? I'm like, damn, I'm eating this fucking cookie and they're going you on can about enjoy sleep tracking. And <laughs> oh, that was hey, funny. Eat your cookies, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know what it is? It's balance. Yep. It's yeah, balance, bro. If you, have, if you have a salad for lunch and then you want a cookie, have yeah, a, cookie. a cookie. That's, yeah, that's, if you have a fucking Big Mac with supersized fries and a Coke, and then you have a cookie, maybe not have the cookie. I, maybe not the cookie. <laughs> yeah. I measure in like food and like by miles and shit. So like, all right, I'm gonna eat this cookie. It's 350 calories. That's uh, that's a 5k run I have to do to make Damn. up for this cookie. Yeah. So if you want to eat a cookie and a Big Mac, that's. Six miles you gotta run, <laughs> or an hour and a half on the trip. I'll tell you, I'm tread. not eating a Big Mac then. <laughs> I don't like to run. <laughs> That's or a great Wait, how many man. how many miles is if I eat a cookie? Could probably do that. Uh, it would be three point five. Three miles. Three point five miles. Damn, Hard for one calories, cookie, man. Three hundred yeah. calories. A, a big Holy like shit. cookie is three hundred fifty calories. Yep. Wow. No, yeah. I I went to the gym the other day. Levain, six hundred. Damn. <laughs> I went to the gym the other day. I'm on the treadmill. And then you know it says like calories burned. It was like yeah. ninety. <laughs> like what the fuck? That's not even like all the time, man. That's I not do even that like one bite. Yeah. <laughs> I've been running for like forty minutes and it says only like four hundred <laughs> calories. And I'm like, Bro, that's crazy. That. <laughs> like it might even just be like two or three. Yeah, like, man. It's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. It goes to show, man. You know. Um. So, what are some things that that you are looking forward to doing? Like. Right now, are you just in the moment having fun? Because I think that's cool too. Mm -hmm. Like, like I said, like you're never asking people how to do this or how do I get in here. Like, right. like you're just having fun on the radio. Like, are you kind of just winging it and see what comes from it, or do you have like a a plan? Do you, are you the type that goal sets and you're like, all right, I'm gonna do radio. I'm gonna give radio a chance until 2026, and then if I don't do this till then. You know, like you know what I mean. Like, are Absolutely. you are yeah. you a planner? I'm a hundred percent a planner. I'm all about like goals, having goals, reaching them, and moving forward. Kind right. of exactly like what you're saying. I mean, let my rebrand be kind of an example of that, where it's like I'm not like opposed to you know finding the right moment where it's like okay, this worked out, and I'm gonna take it at that, and you know 
do something else. So like so far, everything in my DJ career has been planned out. Uh, radio is very much a plan where it's like I'm still building my name around the industry. And, you know, kind of what you were saying earlier, like the industry is very humbling at the same time because yeah. it, it will always remind you like, you ain't shit. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Let me tell that, you, man, you some people that, that call your phone right now, the moment you leave the radio, they ain't calling your phone no more. And bro. they're not going to answer my text. And they're Absolutely. not answering your text. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. The, the, they don't care about you. But it's also very transparent where you you can usually really easily tell like, oh, like that person doesn't really care. Like they're not a homie. They're yeah. just, you know, they're using you for X, Y, Z. Yeah. And I think just kind of moving in a way where, I'm always cognizant of that, you know, always paying attention, always trying to build the right connections, but also keeping a friendly distance with certain people has helped me progress tremendously. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm still kind of trying to follow that DJ AM path where it's like he was the most humble guy in the world, right? At least so they say. Yeah, he was. And yeah. I love that. Like that, if there's any takeaway I could have from AM and his entire, you know, ideology and what he did in his history, it's that no matter how big he got, he was the most humble guy in the world. Mm -hmm. That means more to me than the industry ever will. And also he like really loved this shit. Yeah. yeah. That to me, it was like. Yeah. what it boils down to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's like when I'm at home <laughs> practicing for, you know, two hours trying to learn the swing flare. There's nobody watching me. Yeah. I'm not getting views. It's not content. I'm not recording it. I'm doing it because I love it. Wanna, like, yeah, I, wanna, I, I'm listening to Gangstar because like, yeah. I love it, not yeah, because yeah. it's cool or hot. You're supposed to listen to it. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, how, how long did you uh, think and plan out your rebrand? Like, Was that like a overnight thing or was is this something that you've had in like in the works and you said, all right, you know what? the beginning of 2024, new name, new year, new name. No, yeah, no, it had been planned out for quite some time because I, I already knew, you know, as much history as, like, I hold personally with Danny Rojas just because it was, like, my dad's DJ name. It wasn't somewhere that's super, like, industry-friendly, I guess. Um, there's only so much marketing you can do with, like, a full name, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, like... I, uh, I have a... I disagree. Well, but yours is, like... Calvin Harris, David Guetta... True. True. You know that their actual names? <laughs> their names. <laughs> Scratchy's got a point, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I get that, but their names. Yeah. Like are. I'm saying, like, uh um it could be made up names. Like there's there's a couple people I yeah. know that have made up names. But I don't think John Summit is his real name. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Summit. Well, no, that I could be wrong. I don't know. Who knows? But I'm you know, I Dylan was, Francis. Yeah. I was talking with someone the other day, uh this someone I work with in programming at Power. And she actually mentioned you because I was telling her about it, pitching the idea to her. And she was like, well, you look up to Eric Deluxe. His name's Eric. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I was like, that's a good point. But I, I'm team Danny Rojas, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I don't want to like fuck your planning up. but No, no, you're good. It's just. Dan how about Daniel Rojas? Daniel Rojas, I think is cool How about too? Danny Red? Danny I was Red. thinking that too. Danny Red, yeah. My Danny dad, Red's hot. Oh, John, Red has John Summit like, is John <laughs> Walter Schuster. Name? Oh, my dad, he goes by D Red now. That's like his oh, house okay. producer name. <laughs> I'm D Team Danny Red, bro. You know, I was just thinking like <laughs> my goal, right, is to get to places that are probably not going to be so open to that name, Danny Rojas. So I'm Got thinking it. like if I see flyers, right, and I won't name any nightclubs in particular, but I'm looking at the names on the flyers and it's like. Mm, they're all very DJ 
oriented. Like yeah. they're just objects, you yeah, know. DJ like, five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking like, you know, I want to DJ at these places one day. Like I want to get to that point and I want to make it so that it's, I'm not obviously not easy. Like I'm not trying to cut corners, but I want to make it so that it can happen yeah. one day. Like I want to make it approachable. I want to make it an actual idea. And I'm very big on the idea of like, you decide when to take the first step mm -hmm. in anything. Like say I want to win a battle, that starts today. I'm going to go home and practice. Yeah. Like it's mm -hmm. not, oh, you know, when I get to that point, like I, I don't like procrastinating on things. So That's good, man, because I'm, I'm a huge procrastinator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to spell it, but I do it. <laughs> that, That's good, man. Yeah, man. That's, That's awesome. The idea. It's just I try to plan things out. That's all. Wait, so she was like Eric, Eric's name. So what? What you're not gonna? You didn't go with her advice? <laughs> no, I didn't. I was like, you know, I, I was like, that's a good point, and you're right. But you know, just thinking it, it it's also content wise. Like I'm yeah. approaching new markets with like TikTok and YouTube Shorts and Instagram Reels, where I really want that to like have some steam behind it and yeah. grow a f like not maybe not like a fan base, but just have a name. You yeah, know, a fan there. base. Don't yeah. be afraid of a fan base, bro. <laughs> so that's the idea, really. I mean, I had my first TikTok the other day, and it performed pretty well. That's good. Nice. I was surprised. That's the, the taco one. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, that, the was awesome. that was awesome. Bangers. Yeah, that's good. That was. I, I was that really was... surprised. It got like six hundred likes, and I was like, "Oh shit, nice." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, no, I don't get six hundred likes on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. I think we talk about that all the time. It's just like it's. I, I'm not the best at like content and shit but um at one point i was get older you check yeah. you know things change you know yeah. and that's cool too like i think like we said earlier like people are afraid to change because of what people think right right even the way you dress like someone's be like the fuck you didn't, you, you didn't used to dress like that yeah but like it's fine <laughs> like as, you're yeah. supposed to evolve you're supposed yeah. to grow you grow as that's, a person that's that's the what you're supposed to do in life when people are just stuck with one look, one mentality, there are other people that just don't go anywhere in life, you know? Right. So, yeah. I try to adapt as much as yeah. possible. I think that a lot of it can be taken down to that. Like I try to adapt anywhere that I can. When I first joined the street team, I had to adapt to the street team and I had to get used to those DJs and I had to learn how to like handle those events that we were doing, you know, whether it be WSS or DJing at Def Jam for, yeah. you know, an artist like you have to be able to quickly adapt as a DJ I think in general you know not even just as a new 2024 DJ a lot of it comes down to timing of where it's like the the right moment at the right time and if you're put in a spotlight at the right time in front of the right people it's your job to make sure that you manage it appropriately yeah. have you DJed for an artist yeah, a couple. Uh, well, I just did the Brown Bag Pod uh, show recently, and man, everybody, there was OT Genesis, Little Rob. Oh, they had an actual show? Um, yeah, and oh, they wow. had like five artists. Oh, wow. Um, that was so much fun. Before that, I DJed for like Designer, uh, Kaylin for real, for real one time. Oh, mm. um, actually, a couple times, Kaylin. Like you did their performance? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. It was dope, man. Like I've never like tour DJed or anything. Would you, was is that a route you would want to go or not really? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Not not anymore. I, I feel like it was more viable maybe a few like, you know, in the early twenty tens or early two thousands. Cause that was like a goal, right? Yeah. Like, I always heard about you guys talking about like how you it was a goal to be a tour DJ. Mm -hmm. But now I think things have shifted more in DJ's favor. 
where it's like you it, it's not completely you know out of the the world to want to be a dj and headline your own events mm -hmm. or you know nightclubs yeah i think it's really tough for you to detour with the artist and have your own career like someone like chase b that does travis like he did a good job at like becoming his own guy you know right and working for travis helps you know yeah, yeah. but like he has his own thing going and there's a lot of guys that just tour with the artists and they, that's their life and that's it yeah that's it and, and they that's, don't really, i don't want to do that <laughs> yeah for any avenue actually at that and djing like a lot of the things that i try to do don't intersect at all like turntablism i love that doesn't work at clubs no. and the clubs that i'm djing even the genres like i'll go do a latin club and then an edm party and then a hip-hop party like those have no intersection yeah. whatsoever Mm -hmm. So I think being able to like recognize them as different routes yep. is yeah. also you really adapt. important. I think a lot of yeah. the guys you look up to, Am I was at the Palladium when he played with the uh, Jay Z. Oh, yeah. oh man, that's there. crazy. Yeah. Um, and then A Track, yeah, Kanye, right? Yeah. A Track's a one of the guys that I like really look up to because incredible DJ. But you know me, I'm like big on like what else do you fucking do like. Right. Diplo, same way. Like, I'm fascinated with like Mad Decent. I'm fascinated with Fool's Gold. To love Fool's Gold. Mad Decent's <laughs> fucking. Um, what was their party? Because who block had a block party? party? That was block yeah, party. Mad Decent. And then Fool's Gold's day off. Fool's day off. Day off. You know, yeah. Yeah. we always wanted to have yeah. a HMC's ditching party. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something. But That'd like, be crazy. I love. Yeah. I love that those guys just do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. They build companies. They build brands. Right. And A-Track was like, I, I wanted to do a HMC store a while ago. Oh, and yeah. it was inspired by the Fool's Gold yeah. in Brooklyn. Yeah. Never went, but I saw it online. I was like, that's the coolest yeah. thing. He's Their still, office yeah. in the back, little record store, little knickknacks, so boom, boom, boom. Hot. Badass, yeah. <laughs> it's badass. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, so A-Track is like one of the guys that Early you, know, too. you would see. Yeah, Early you on, would yeah. see he won the battles. That's that's the yeah. the thing you wanted to do and then he dj for kanye he kind of did it all if you really think about yeah. it yeah. <laughs> produced you were dj produced festivals. a huge song do you festivals. produce i do a little bit you do <laughs> like not not in any sort of professional way but i definitely have you know goals in producing yeah, well. yeah you gotta pump those numbers um, up yeah yeah 100 yeah, percent. Uh, right now my main thing is edits i make a lot of my own that's edits good. sometimes yeah. in the club that's man, B Breaker. We we know him from his edits. That's X. literally how he got our attention. Years and years. Bottom too, on bottom part of the gang and like produces his own stuff too. Like yeah. I think introducing a name with edits is a great way to get people's attention, cause right. especially DJs, because DJs are playing your shit. Of course. I would always see B Breaker's name and without even hearing it, download it. Yeah. Without <laughs> even Hearing it, play it out. Because you just knew his name works. Like, yeah. it, it's going to be, he knows rooms, he knows the energy, and it's going to be something that works for me in Vegas, right? Yeah. And when you get the trust like that for from DJs, you get that for your original production too. So yeah. I, yeah. I think that's a great way for you to approach it. Is just start with edits, get your, learn the Ableton right. as much as you can, and then maybe remix something unofficially right. as an introduction and then fucking 
to the moon with your own original. Like yeah. I said, man, I mean, it's all about approaches for me. You know, I, I, I dissect everything like super, you know, I try to be very yeah, like critical yeah. of myself and, and have different routes. So I, I fully agree. I mean, that's kind of like the approach that I'm having now is just like I'm trying to get my foot into every door that I can and maintain it and grow in all of those fields you know, as much as possible. And give, give us some of the ways you like plan and, and goal set. So with anything, like it, it all starts as just like an idea, right? You know, I, I watch something and I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I want to try that. And is, that's really all it comes down to is once I see something and I'm like interested in it, it's like, all right, like I'm going to sit here and I'm going to figure out how to do it by any means necessary. Nice. And, um, you know, it's actually a great example. You brought up a beat breaker. One of the first times I got to uh, go see a Vegas nightclub in person, like on the stage, was beat breaker at a marquee. Oh, shit. And it was insane. Like I learned so much watching him DJ because it's just it's a whole other animal than the clubs in L.A., Oh, very, yeah. very different. And not even close. No, like at should all. Get, like just should we get beat breaker on right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll switch real quick. You gotta pee. Um, <laughs> wow. What was this last year? This was last year, yeah. Yeah, because you're only uh twenty two, so that better be the answer. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. About man. to get Marquis in trouble, bro. Sneaking <laughs> in with a fake ID. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 never. Wait, so that w was that your first time in Vegas or first time at a club seeing someone? So that was one of the first times like being on a stage in Vegas. Um, before that, it was just incredible. Also at Marquee, um, and that's it. I just saw just incredible on the stage, and then Beat Breaker, and it was great to me because there was two different types of DJs that I yeah. got to see in Vegas. Slay, like yeah. <laughs> the crowd was responsive the entire time, and I was man, like, oh energy my God. from this guy, man. Yeah, he's so like, quiet, and you wouldn't like, you know, he was on the mic, commanding the room, like, and just all the edits and remixes was he plays. Lost, like I was, I was so like, just this is like, <laughs> this is DJing, right? Like it was like, this is real shit. This is what yeah. I, I love. Yeah. I think the the thing about Vegas is like it's. You get so spoiled with the crowd. Like, there's nothing <laughs> like it. Like, people are there for one reason, one reason only. It's right. to fucking party. Right. Rage. And, like, right. spend money. They're right. just, it's, like, unbelievable just the the way they are accept. Like, I tell people all the time, humbly, like, no one knows who the fuck we are, bro. Like, I don't <laughs> care what, like, no one in the club is there to see me. And I know that. And I'm, I'm. 100% okay with that. I'm, I have no ego. Like, oh, they booked me. Everyone here is for me. Like, no, they're not. You know, unless you are a ticket seller, unless you are Tiesto. Calvin Harris yeah. or something, yeah. Then, yes. Other than that, you are just the one they hired to be an employee right. to play the room. And they trust you because you do a good yeah. job. Great job in the room. Right. And, and, and that's what we do, right? We know how to work these rooms. But man, when you play for these clubs and they're just singing along and like going with your flow, it's it's the best feeling. Yeah. That's the best. It's that's the that's best what feeling. I try to chase. I think that's what DJs in general try to chase is that feeling of like you're playing a song and you can, you know, hit the filter and yeah. hear them screaming it. Yeah. That's like the best feeling in the world. You also have to deal with the the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you also have to deal with someone flipping you off because right. they don't know who the hell you are and you're, you're playing yeah. something they don't want to hear and you're doing a sing-along right and then management comes like hey you know this table wants hip-hop you just gotta figure <laughs> it out how to get back into you know get into hip-hop right and then still hold you know holding the crowd and then you know it's either you know it's fun like 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 Vegas is fun like that man and it's not always busy like marquee though 
We no. have not. Uh, <laughs> Marky's been insane. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Tau. That's the other place that I oh, went Tau. to. Yeah, I, saw Tau spider, I saw Spider at Tau. But this that was insane. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Also, like, big clubs in Vegas when I walk in, and it's like the room's half empty. But, right. you know, and that's when you got to work extra hard. Extra hard. Yeah. I like the, uh, your fucking gallon a day got you peeing <laughs> too much water. Yo, honestly, I'm, I'm too, too, much water. too much water. I'm, I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the con of like, drinking I, I, water. Too much water. water. I need a sip I, of I my water. Drink out too. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, but no, Vegas is such a magical place where like it's, it's kind of hard to go DJ anywhere else after that because yeah. even like you said, you... You can always re- rely on someone singing along, right? But right. you'll try that in a different market. Yeah. It's not going to Like happen. I say, you're like, bro, you play Get in that. LA, like, yeah. what's my favorite word? I'm not, my, I yeah. will not dare mute that <laughs> out. But even like, I'm saying like, even like in a half empty room, mm-hmm. the energy's still there because they're just there to party. See, but you just got to work though. Yeah. Wait, sorry. Was that one of his goals to DJ in Vegas? No, no. He was saying how, oh. he, how the first time he seen yeah. Beat Breaker play. Yeah. Oh, got it. Got it. But absolutely. I my think my thing right now is like, eventually soon I, I mean obviously not soon but i want to step out of <laughs> la to try and experience different markets because i know it's different everywhere like yeah there's not just vegas there's also like new york or even like you see crazy shit going on now in like mexico with like papas and beer yeah. and stuff like oh, yeah. that. I, oh, i've wow. done a lot that, of crazy actually. stuff going yeah. on yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> papas and beer. See, that's, wild. that's wild yeah bro yeah i used to have some wild nights in oh, yeah. san felipe <laughs> rosarito <laughs> Iggy's and all these spots. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, good times. Scary, but good times. Yeah. <laughs> I have a crazy story. The first time I like, I think we're in Rosarito at Iggy's and it was like Echo was DJing there and it was like a big power night. This yeah. is like years ago. And I went with him and it was him, E-Man, Mr. Chalk. Wow. And... One more person. I'm, I forgot who. E-Man I, was at Iggy's? Yes, bro. I can't picture that. E-Man, Chalk, Echo, and one more person. I forgot who it was. That's wild. I don't, maybe it was. Oh, I forgot. I don't think it was Koki. It was someone. And then after the club, we all go have our fourth meal. We all go eat <laughs> shrimp burritos oh my God. from like a street man. vendor. Oh. And this is my oh, first man. time like meeting Chalk, meeting E-Man. Yeah. And I'm here eating as a young kid. I was like 20. 2021 eating shrimp burritos with mr chalk and that was my connection to him so uh, when i got on the street team every time i would see him i'm like fuck this mr chalk and he just be <laughs> he would bring up the burrito yeah. or i'd bring up the shrimp burrito and when we go get some shrimp burritos <laughs> <laughs> but that was cool it was like my yeah. thing that i'll never forget like yeah. enjoying a shrimp burrito with uh, cool. mr chalk yeah that's oh, so dope you're 21 then yeah oh, i was 20 20 or 21 because mm. i got on power 22 and i wasn't on power oh yet. you weren't even on power yet no. oh, so you're still street team that's what i'm saying i didn't know chalk uh, not even street yeah, team yeah yeah oh ah, yeah this Damn, is before street crazy. team oh shit that's why i was like oh my god it's fucking mr chalk and then i think at my interview for for the flavor unit for the street team at my interview i it was during the noon mix and chalk was doing it and I went to say hi to him, and we talked about the shrimp burrito. <laughs> oh, so you were there just because you were Echo's guest? Like, you just came with Echo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. Just, he just wanted me to go to Mexico. hang out with Yeah, because I yeah. know Spanish, and yeah. he was just like, yo, roll with me. Oh, okay. Nice. In case we get pulled over, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Which probably, I think we did, actually. Oh, shit. But yeah, it was... Oh, shit. I was just 
rolling around because I, I i i met echo when i was like 18 19 so yeah. he would just take me everywhere with him like Damn. like how how you said the first time you uh uh what would what, what, you say the first time you walk somewhere and you like you'll never forget it i forget oh, you just said that with um oh into the nightclub at 740 oh at 740 yeah, yeah. so that was me at power right That's like crazy. i went with echo to do a mix during felly's show when felly first started and i was like Bro, it's like smell like an office. Yeah. yeah. Like you like you just you could I just remember the smell. Yep. And I was like, damn, this is a kid that I don't I'm not used to office life. My dad worked in a well, my mom actually had an office job, but it had that same vibe. Yeah, where like yeah. I remember going into like the mail room at my mom's job and like seeing boxes of pens and highlighters, and I'm like, they just have boxes like this? Like you <laughs> you could just take one? She's like, you want a folder, you want pencils, you want a highlighter you want some paper like take it and i'm like wait i could have this is free was like oh shit and we i went to the mail room with echo and i was like damn i saw some paper i saw some paper i saw some box of pens and i was like yeah this is a this is this is like tight anyway i remember having the same feeling when i first got hired on the street team yeah right did you audition like what was your process to get it was a little different because i got hired like near the end of covid so it was still like lockdown ish so oh, okay. it was actually kind of funny. I didn't even interview in the station. I actually interviewed at a Los Amigos, the restaurant right next oh, to it. <laughs> Los Amigos. Oh, right uh, there. Oh, yeah. It yeah. used to be called right Michael's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've done drunk karaoke there many times. Actually, fuck it, bro. Another little history lesson. We're on the air. On the air. Got off the air. Went right across the street to Michael's. Me, Saif, Johnny Barba, fucking Liz Hernandez, oh, Reflex. E-Man, uh, Nick Ferrer. It was Jeez. everyone. Damn, everyone. And game. guess what we were watching? Game 7, Lakers-Celtics, oh, when the Lakers won. Wow. Oh, that's Right crazy. fucking there, bro. That was, what, 2009 or 10? Fuck, I don't remember. Probably 10. It was like, the. Yeah. remember when they won that Game 7? It was like, I think it was like 2009 or 2010, one of those. Yeah. Because I remember that's I was badass. still on power, and I remember right after that was powerhouse oh man that's when they right after they won too. the championship i'm backstage and i was like doing something and then i see kobe and his wife no walking right by right oh. towards me oh man and i'm like oh Shit. my god and literally fucking got a little fist bump from him damn got a fist bump because i like just like oh my god what's up champ <laughs> you know, something fucking super corny and like embarrassing but I like, what's up, champ? And uh, and I think I shook his hand actually, and he, super nice. And then he like, kind of didn't acknowledge me too much because like fucking Diddy was like behind me, uh-huh. getting his attention. So then he went and hugged Diddy. It was it was like a cool moment because wow, that's right after dope. the championship. Yeah, that's and that I think, must have been insane. Yeah, that's the first time I heard this. And story. I want to say Drake performed, and Drake oh, wow. brought him out. So Drake Shit. brought him on stage no and way. was like, yo, fucking, they just won a championship, blah, blah, blah. And Drake introduced Kobe and Kobe came outside. I think that came was, out. I think it was either 08 or 09, right? This might have been, I think it was 2010, bro. Because cause, cause Drake, the first time I heard Drake was like 09. Yeah. So far gone, like the mixtape. Um, that was 09. I think 2010. Are you fact checking? Mm-hmm. 
I think it was 2010, I might be confusing, but I thought 2010 was the one that Kanye headlined. Unless Drake was on that. Oh. They they did win 2010. They did win? Okay. But can you see, can you search Drake Powerhouse? (laughs) Yeah, it was probably 2010. Drake Powerhouse, Power 106. So what song did he have? Best I Ever Had, probably? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Best I Ever Had. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Drake brings out Kobe Bryant at Powerhouse 2010. There you go. Boom. Damn, my memory works. Damn. Good memory. I'm hot. Oh, shit. That's crazy. I'll tell you, bro. I got... Terrible memory, but it's very selective. I got selective yeah. memory. My shit, I remember shit with like a fucking co worker at KB Toys yeah. ate for lunch and I <laughs> never forget it. And I don't remember like what you ate uh, yesterday. Really yeah. important <laughs> friend's birthday, you yeah, know? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy, man. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, Drake brought him out. Yeah. So I wow. met Kobe. I didn't meet him, but I got to like shake his hand. It's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Something I'll never forget. See, I feel that's why another thing that I love about power because I feel like it it does crazy random shit like that. Like it's yeah. so historical and just having like random humongous names like associated with it, whether it be like powerhouse or just an interview at the station. I mean, one of I have kind of a crazy story, not similar, but kind of similar, <laughs> where I got to DJ for uh, James Harden because of power. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like a a thing we did with. Um, Oh, Shoe Palace. That's what it was. Okay, okay. <laughs> and we did like a street team hit with Shoe Palace and uh, James Harden was there. And I remember... It was like um, his shoe release or something? Sorry. No, no. It was actually at his old high school. Oh, wow. Um, I forget which high school it was. I can't remember. Is he from LA? Oh. Harden? Is he from LA? Sure. Uh, maybe it wasn't his... I'm pretty sure oh, maybe. they said it was his... Old, I might be tripping, but it, I'm pretty sure it was something like he knew the mm. people at the high school. Maybe he yeah. went there for a little bit. I know Westbrook's from here. Yeah. Um, He might be. Let's Google it. It was something like that, man. <laughs> but it was crazy because that's awesome. It was right after you went to Artesia. <laughs> yeah, no way. Oh, yeah. It was Artesia High School. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And Damn. it was it was Older. crazy, man. It was it was funny too because it was right after the Goldie Awards, and I was still nerding out over the Goldie Awards. Like I wasn't even. I was still like, oh my god, yeah, I got to meet Hard on like cloud nine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because in the picture I got with him, I'm wearing the fool's gold mask because <laughs> it was still COVID oh, time oh, and they were selling that. Now I thought I was so cool because I was like, oh, I'm wearing a fool's gold mask and I'm getting a picture with James Harden. Hell yeah. Nah, that's dope. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Don't be fucking... He was a nice guy? He was so yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Uh, I remember he came up and he was like, yo, play some Post Malone. Yeah. Uh, he, he was, oh, for sure. He's a music head. It's always like requesting new like mixed... Like, Album cuts like mixtape cuts. Oh really? He used to come to Vegas a lot. Oh, he still probably does. Uh, yeah. I don't think I. Yeah, I think I, I have. met Tao a couple times. Yeah, I got yeah. a picture with him. Too. That's crazy. Yeah, he would like just random requests. I'd have to go on Wi-Fi and download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I back in the day, the athlete. I uh, I went to a Chargers game first time at a NFL game oh, yeah. in LA. Yeah, ever. Mm-hmm. Really? Imagine that. Yeah. Past weekend. Oh, oh, bro, we didn't have a team for oh, twenty years. Uh, true. So finally went to a Chargers game. Shout out to Vic One. He invited me, and then I took my brother Junior. And uh, someone they play the Chiefs, and then someone like in front of us was wearing a jersey, and it said Johnson. And he goes, "Oh, isn't that your friend? Uh, or do, didn't you know that guy?" And I was like, "Johnson, Johnson, Johnson." He goes, "Like Larry Johnson." I was like, "Larry Johnson." I was like, "Fuck, I don't know." And then uh, he Grandma pulled up Ma? his face, and I was like. <laughs> Oh shit! I do know this guy, <laughs> but you know, like I said, my memory didn't. He he didn't do anything that made me remember him, huh? 
You talk about Larry Johnson. No, I know, I know but yeah, that's a different one. Yeah, <laughs> Grandma Ma. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's a basketball player. But do you remember Larry Johnson, yeah, the football yeah. player? Yeah, he's so a football player. He, he used to party in Vegas, with bro. You a lot. But I was very close to him. Yeah. Like uh, text and fucking yeah. that whole nine. Like he would come. Where are you at? I'm coming to see you. Yeah. Like he was like my dog, but I didn't remember him. Wow. <laughs> no, I did. I remember when I saw the face yeah, when he yeah. like Googled him, whatever. But like just. The jersey didn't like hit me. I was like, "Fuck, man!" But yeah, back yeah. then, like, athletes were. Yep. You know, you know what it is now. I think too. For the most part, athletes love like just hip hop shit, and they yeah. just want the hip hop. So I, I used to do the hip hop room at Marquee Boombox. That's where I met, oh, bro. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan is my dog oh, yeah. from yeah. those days. Fucking, um, Sidney Rice, like Ray Rice, remember him? Yeah. Like all these guys, and then. Uh, Westbrook was on the just the dance floor. Yeah, did you guys meet him one night? Like, yeah, Man. I called him up. Yeah. Like, yo, what up? He was with his brother. Nick Ferrer was like, "That's Westbrook like, what the fuck? <laughs> on the dance floor, just chilling." And it's funny. I took a photo with him, and then I posted like, "He needs to be a Laker." Wow. <laughs> and then he didn't retweet it for obvious reasons, but he followed me. So yeah. we still we're still Instagram, uh, Twitter friends nice. or X. <laughs> yeah, probably doesn't X. know who the fuck I am. If I were like to reply to him or tweet him, he'd be like. The fuck? I follow this guy? <laughs> I just don't make his algorithm anymore. Yeah. Bro. Well, I don't, I don't tweet anymore, but That's yeah. Funny. I'm, I'm kind of curious. Who do you guys consider your biggest like Instagram flex follow? Like who follows you? That's like the biggest fuck. flex. Damn. Um, damn. J-Lo used, to, used to be Travis. Oh, yeah. J-Lo oh, follows shit. me. J-Lo oh, yeah. J-Lo's J-Lo's crazy. I think I remember you talking about this with yeah. Angie V. Yeah, that's my dog. I love J-Lo. She's, she, that's my dog. Shit, that's crazy. Never met her. But. Travis Scott was one, uh, <laughs> our, one of our big flexes. Travis follows you guys? Well, fo- yeah. well this, Travis followed us when he had 1,200 followers. Yeah. We, knew him, we knew him since the beginning. And then he grew and he still, he was popping. Yeah. Still followed us, watched all our shit, replied to us, FaceTime us. And then one day he just went on a fucking, I don't like anyone. And then oh, boom, he, fo- he went from following 500 people to following like 10. Yeah. And we didn't make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many memes. Yeah, we didn't make oh, the cut. Tough. Let's see. I Jennifer don't know who followed. Yeah, I don't know. Man, let me see. Fuck. Scratchy? Me? Shit. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't even know. Don't Damn, even know. J-Lo still follows me. Wow. That's crazy. She follows me and Vice. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Should I DM her? Yes. <laughs> Damn. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. I don't even know yeah, who know. else. Mine, is, mine was random because I don't know why he followed me, but it's uh, Brody Jenner. Oh, oh really? yeah, yeah, that's our dog. Our dog. Yeah. He listens. We need to get him on the He's pod. He's a DJ, yeah. Yeah, that's He loves DJs. Like he loves the culture too. Like he's like, you know, he's he loves it. Yeah, every now and then I'll see him like look at my story and I'm just like, man, I don't know why yeah. he followed. Yeah. Like I'm a fan, of course, but I, it was random. <laughs> no, I remember the, a, a long time ago before I like really knew him. He uh, same thing. Like I was just like, oh shit, and it, it was in a club, and I met him for the first time. And I like introduced myself. He was like, oh shit, fucking, I'm a big fan, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just singing, like, oh, yeah, shit. bro, like, you just be nice, like, humble dude. <laughs> He's like, no, man, I love you and I love Vice. And I was just like, oh shit, he actually knows yeah. who I am. Yeah. Like, I thought he was just like being friendly. He's like shit. pretty close to Vice, too. but he, yeah. yeah. That's badass. But he was like, I love you. I love Vice. I love Five. And, uh, and I was just like, damn. And he was just like, man, I love this and this. I love HMC. And I was like, what? Okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought he was just being cool, but yeah. nah, he, like, Five said, he, like, 
He really like did. people might think like, oh, here we go, another celebrity becoming a DJ. Like he really like loves the shit yeah, he and practices, studied and yeah. practiced and like yes. he did yeah. the he put in the work, you know. Yeah, of course. So yeah, shout out to Brody. Shout out to Brody. Gotta get him on. Yeah, yeah we gotta get I him. I told on. my mom about it and she was like, Yeah, like he's been in the DJ scene. Like he she was like, Yeah, like he would hang around with like AM sometimes back in the day. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. So he followed you just out of the blue? Out of the blue. Were you following him too or no? Or he just followed no, you? I, I wasn't even following him. I followed him back, but yeah, I I still don't know like what he saw. That was my like, situation with J Lo. I follow <laughs> I gave her a follow back. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her a follow back. She deserved it, you know. Like, why not? She deserved. Yeah, it's J Lo. Ah, follow back. It's real. I'm real. That's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> Love Selena, the movie. <laughs> so he, he just did. You see like a video of yours? He said. I still don't know. Oh, you just. Yeah, don't know. I, I never like asked him or anything. Like he just. I, every now and then I'll see him like look at my stories, but I never built up the courage. To, I like, do have a random one actually. <laughs> Rob Deerdeck. Uh, yeah. Oh, what? That's Damn, crazy. Yeah. That was like during the, um, when I was like really big and I was posting like doing memes and shit, I would put it myself in memes. And then he just, I guess, found me. I think it was drama and like Sarah. Mm -hmm. I think they work like close together or whatever. And he followed me one day. And that was it. Like we never have interaction. <laughs> Don't talk. And then two years ago, we went like to me and JLo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two years ago, I we went to a wedding. We're at a friend's wedding. He was the best man. He was the best man at the wedding, and we're at the bar, and he just, like, we made eye contact. He looks at me, and he walked over. He's like, hey, man. I was like, we never met, but I feel like we're best friends. I'm like, what wow. the fuck? And the whole, the whole night, I remember, like, best friend. Yeah, yeah. Like, BFFs. That's funny. Yeah. Did he ever say, why did you lose weight, and why are you not funny no more? What? No, but something like that. He was like, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember why we follow each other. <laughs> and you were like, probably God, because I was big and funny. Yeah, yeah. I was like <laughs> posting memes, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, that might be it. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was best friend Rob that day. <laughs> That's crazy. I used yep. to, I grew up watching Ridiculous. I still watch it. <laughs> yeah. I love That's that crazy. Fuck. Yeah, Ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, damn. Yeah, I grew up I watching. I thought you were going to say Robin Big. Like, Robin way Big, too yeah. Fantasy Factory. <laughs> He was like, Robin Big? Nah, I ain't oh, going back that much. I don't, I don't watch VHS. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, oh you, you interviewed Travis Scott on Fa Fantasy Factory. Yeah, that's right? how I met Travis. We met, I, yeah. I, oh, I used yeah. to do the interviews for Young and Reckless and interviewed Man. Uh, Travis as a producer. Like, yeah. Kev D, he was like, uh, we, we got Kid Inc. We have Vernon Davis. Oh, yeah. And this this producer. Yeah. His name's Travis Scott. I say, all right, just give me notes. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. Uh, he produces for Kanye. All right, cool. And then that was it. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I rap too. Like, yeah. sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're, and then we got wasted with them and we're outside having fun. Chilling, yeah. And he was like, he was like, damn, y'all popping. I had like probably fucking 10,000 followers at that time. He was like, man, y'all popping. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's when he had like 1,200. We were, like yeah. flat, we were uh, flashy at the time too. And like, I had like fucking a Rolex on. <laughs> Rolex had his fucking Rolly. It's like, oh, what kind of watches you got? Oh shit, Kanye gave me this one. It's like a little like oh my God. starter kit. Like, no, it was like a vintage like Rolex, but like it's like a late, like a small tiny small watch. Like, oh, he was just he was like 19, so you know. Oh shit. And you the crazy shit. And Travis that. is like, Travis really does the work too and yeah. like and researches. I remember yeah. we knew him way before we knew Chase, and Chase knew about us yeah. because Travis would be like, you need to be like these motherfuckers. Like yeah. you need to follow them 
do what they do, blah, blah, blah. And then like by the time we met Chase B, he was just like, yeah, Travis wanted me to meet you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, ran- I randomly met, met him in Miami with uh, Dizzy. Yeah, I, I randomly met him Damn. for the first time at One Oak here. Yeah. He was great. with Travis. Oh, shit. And Man, then, wow. yeah. And it was just like, dope. Travis like probably told him, go talk to him. You need to know him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Travis told me to say hi to you. <laughs> that's not what happened but yeah so, you know just fucking, just fucking around oh man Damn, good times man yeah. yeah um yeah what else bro what's going on what's what's next what's what's the next thing that you want to accomplish before the year is over tell us now do you want to leave power <laughs> uh, no comment okay <laughs> we need an edit pack exclusively for hmc there you go how about Ooh. this how about we we get an edit pack, and we get one original track yeah. before the year the year ends. I like that. We can start there. Yeah, shit, I'm with it. Before the year ends, that's a lot of time, huh? Yeah. Hey yeah, man, right? you'd be surprised, bro. <laughs> time flies. Yeah. Okay. It's true. No, it's it's uh, uh, you know, I always talk about. I always like to uh, share things I hear in other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And the Jay Shetty one, he did like a quick, I recommend everyone going to, and listening to this. It was like a gold thing. And it was, uh, it was about, it was like 30 minutes and it was about goals for the new year. And what he says was, what kind of year do you want this to be for you? Because everyone fucking wants a big year. Oh, I want to have a great year. I want to have a big year. But you have to be more specific. He goes, he, he kind of referred it to like sports, right? Like he goes, teams, they'll have, they're, they're not always a championship year. He goes, you might have some rookies, some talent. He goes, you're in your development year. And then the next year you're like, they're getting to, to play together and you get, you sign one legend and then they're getting to know each other, you know? So, so he was like, is, he goes, for him, he was like, I, I'll do a year of like learning. I want to learn as much as I can. And then the, the following year could be my experiment year, like where I experiment things I've learned. Right. And then it could be um, your, I don't know, your thriving year. Like after you experiment and you figured out what it is and you thrive off of it, right? He's just, he was just breaking that shit down. I thought it was super interesting. So, so even for me, I was like, after the, I was listening to this after the thing with Isla, and I was yeah. like, damn. Is this a rebrand year for me? Is this a year I reinvent myself? Is this a year I really transition? I don't know. Like you just, you have to really understand what type of year it is instead yeah. of just like, oh, I'm, and it could be, this is a year I focus on health, right? It could be anything. Could, it, this is a year I focus on production. Because if you have just that one steering like that one goal, you're going to steer every day towards that instead of just like, oh, I just want to win. I just want to fucking. And then you get lost, you know, like sometimes your learning year, you don't want to spend a whole year learning and not executing, you know, right. like it could. It, he also said you could also do all these steps in one year, yeah. like first quarter, I'm just going to learn. Second quarter, I'm going to this mm. third quarter, fourth quarter is when I thrive. Right. So. Anyway, go listen to it. I'm fucking up his whole uh, explanation, but but what I do know Got is that point. you do have. I, I do recommend having one goal, absolutely, at least. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, this is 
the year I focus on right, right. mental health, right? right. Like I, I, I wasn't in a good place last year. I'm just going to focus on things that make me happier and like more present right. and, you know, and things like that. And it's like, yeah, I think I've been having a lot of thoughts of like what I want to do with Try It. And, and, and I think for me, like this is a year where I really put more love. I got, there was a lot of, I talked about it last pod. It was just like, or two pods ago, it was just like, I felt like I slacked a lot. And I know I did because mm. I was too busy doing shit for other people and trying things. And it's just, not, and it's just like, all right, now this is a year I really do my potential. And I was selling five. It was, I had a really cool moment earlier where like, so last year I was very, homebody, which is cool too, right? Like I was not used to being home pre-pandemic. Who's man. that avenue from? Pull up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who's DJing. Let's just yep. pull up anyway and see who it is. It was out. Delilah, we're here. We're there. We're there. Pandemic made me like, oh my God, I love being home. Right. It's to the point where it got bad. We're like, we're, we're out, out in the world again. And I'm like getting fucking anxiety. Like, fuck. Don't invite me to dinner. Oh, what are you doing, bro? Don't ever, <laughs> don't you dare invite me to dinner. I want to be home. I eat at home. Um, so I was at home a lot. And I would obviously work, travel for work, you know, go to do things, but mm-hmm. very in my circle, never really branching yeah. out anymore. And I thought that was bad. And like I said, it's okay too, but it's also like, for me, I was like, that's enough. That was my last year. This year, I want to. I used to live off of ju- ju- uh, just show up. You know, eighty percent of success is sh- just showing up. Yeah. Right. Um, I was big on showing up, and uh, I said this year I want to just do more things, and 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 not the off. And and five and I were talking about this off off the pod. It was like, doesn't mean I'm gonna go pull up fucking on a, any given Friday to a club. Like if it's a friend's birthday, yes. Yeah. Um, but have more meaning behind go, going places and doing things, right. but doing them. I used to be full of excuses, right? I miss birthdays. I miss God knows what, because my excuse is whatever I lied about, but I really just wanted to be home. Right. You know what I mean? And it, this is, I told Izzo to his face, like last week when you invited me to the Laker game, I didn't have to do whatever I told you I had to do. I just didn't want to leave the house. Yeah. And that's not good. Obviously, it's just a Laker game in my head, but mm. it's and and this is and and let me get one thing straight. Like to me, it wasn't on some like you just never know what opportunity is. I just want to see new things. Like I've, I told five, I booked a couple new trips that have nothing to do with work, nothing to do with opportunity. I just want to be inspired by new things, right? right? Like I've never been to Nashville. I'm going to Nashville. And he's just like, oh, so and so's there, so and so's there. I don't, I don't know who's there, and I don't. I just want to eat something new and see something yeah. new, and just pull up and like. So anyway, the point was, this morning I was like, ah, I'm gonna go to the row. There's a store I really like at the row in downtown. I'm gonna pull up, pull up, and then this girl that's working there is like, oh, that's a cool hat. What is it? And I just like had to explain. Oh, it's mine. She's like, oh, what is it? And obviously, it says Tri Studios. It is. Is it like a like a creative studio. I was like, yeah, you know, blah, blah. Long story short, she like really was like, hey, I want to I introduce you to the owner. Oh, shit. I'm like, okay, that's fucking one of my favorite stores. And I'm not be- playing it too cool. I'm like, hey, this is like my favorite store. Yeah. I came here 
to see this store, right. just to walk in there. I'm not even talking to anyone. Just, ah, I'm in awe of everything I see. And guess what's in there? It's like fucking notebooks and pens. Yeah. <laughs> Big stationery. <laughs> trash cans, toolbox. <laughs> oh, posters. But it's from Japan. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like a Japanese put, You put story, two yeah. or two together. Yeah. That is. Very, it's amazing. Long story short, the guy, I'm like, man, the guy's like, hey, let's do a pop-up here. And like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I was in such a high. And guess how that happened? By showing up. Right. Just showing up. Yeah. yeah. Not even with way. any intention. That's what I loved about you, bro. Like, whether it was Scam Summer, whether it's the neighborhood market, mm -hmm. you just come. You're super nice. You say hi. You chat. You're never there to use anyone for anything, to ask for anything. And I love that. I love that. And I, that's when I told you, I was like, bro, good things will come your way because of your intentions, the way you are. Like, you know. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Podcast. right. You're our next <laughs> guest at on Fade University. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. But I mean, it's shit like that, though. Like, all that stuff in my mind is calculated. It's like I'm showing up, obviously, one of course, like I want to network. Of course, I want to meet Eric Deluxe and DJ Five and Scratchy. Like I'm a fan of all of you guys, but it's not just Thank that. You. It's also like with <laughs> intention too, where it's like I also want to get whatever you know, a little piece of that culture that I can uh, appreciate in yeah. person. Whether it be going to Triad Studios or it's like you know, I've I've spoken before. It's like I one day would like to be on Scam, so I go to Scam Summer. Course. And that goes for anything. I, you know, I went to Vegas to see Beatbreaker. It's because one day I want to DJ at Marquee. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I might not speak on it in that moment because I know it's not my time. Of course. But one day, and it's, it goes back to what I said earlier, where it's like you make the first day of something. Like you, you decide when that is. Yeah, you decide right. when mm -hmm. you're going to take that first step. And it might seem so small and stupid now, yeah. but that plants the seed to grow into something so much bigger oh. that's that's always the that's goal. the way it happens bro I, I i remember growing up um the local record shop i loved everything about this record store bro loved everything about it i would not have money and sometimes i would go just look at records just because i wanted to be in the store right fast forward became friends with the owner that was my first job see <laughs> and it and it wasn't me on some like Hey, what's up, Rick? Uh, you hiring? You, I never once asked him if, if, yeah. if he was hiring. Right. Never. What he saw was that I was a young DJ and I was always looking for new, new shit. And he was a little older and he was like, damn, maybe I should have this young dude here and like telling me what to buy. So I right. became his buyer. And that's... That's crazy. I don't want to say the next thing, but yeah, that's how I met someone else and like was buying <laughs> records off them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was the one in control of yeah. saying yes, no, yes, no. Oh. I'm pretty sure you could put two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it, that's but that's cool. the thing. It's all about taking the first you, step. You go, you, you, you want to be around and be at places that you want to be a part of and exactly. just organically it's going to happen in the universe. It's, and it's always when you aren't the annoying guy being, you know what I mean? Like yeah. pull up in a DJ booth and shit. Hey, well, let me, what, what am I going to open for you, bro? Yeah. Like <laughs> no one wants to hear that because none of us did back that. Back? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but it's that of whole course, Will yeah. Smith shit, you know, like you are a product of the five people closest to you. Like if you are around five people that just smoke weed and play 
Call of Duty all day, like right. chances are that's you're what you're gonna end up that. doing. Exactly. And that I've that's been like probably one of my hardest lessons. One of my closest friends who, you know, I won't say his name, but he's my boy. Like we've been friends since forever. And, you know, he he's very content doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't he doesn't really aspire to do much. Like th- there's not a lot going on um for him. And realizing that and realizing like he's kind of just biting off of whatever i'm doing like mm-hmm. he dj's too no 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 he doesn't okay. dj like he just comes to my shit because he knows you know I'll buy, him, I'll buy him dinner and, <laughs> yeah. yeah there's oh, alcohol there's the shit. bottle like, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it, it's been like hard to like because you don't want to realize it because it's the homie but it's like yeah and this is the thing man like that's your real friend he'll he'll always be there and always you should be there as a friend yeah but like if you need to grow like don't feel bad that you're not present you know, right. as much. You know, you right. you always want your real friends around. Of course. But like, don't feel like, I got to keep it real. Like, I got to, yeah. nah, I'm not going to go see Beat Breaker in Vegas th- tonight because like I told him I'd play Call of Duty, you know, like, <laughs> nah, like you're. Absolutely. Hey, bro, I love you, but like, you're going you're gonna to play online, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, like. I, and I know how hard that is. Yeah. That's a super hard transition. Like I've, we all grow up with friends, and like you, you just have to grow. And sometimes they don't yep. grow. There was like someone talking about that on, on a documentary or podcast, where it's just like, if your friends are here and you're trying to grow here, like they're just holding you back, and it's just like you gotta, you just gotta grow, man. I look, I look back to Am for a lot of that, like I guess guidance, if you will, because. I really like, I look up to him so much, not just because he was a famous celebrity DJ, but because of how he moved and how he went about things yeah. in the sense that. Where are you getting this uh, like research from him? Oh man. So <laughs> I've actually made it a point to go and like meet people that he knew mm. or like meet people that he was around or that, that knew him personally. Yeah. So like I've gone out to meet Kevin Scott. Wow. And Mike B and like wow. all those guys, just because I know that they were there with Ann yeah, and no, I know that, that they, they yeah. got to experience who he was. And you would just ask them questions? They, I don't even really have to ask. Sometimes just, they'll just go and tell me some crazy shit. They'll tell me, like, Mike B, he was like, you want to know a crazy story about AM that nobody knows? And I was like, absolutely. Yeah, hell <laughs> 100%, yeah. 100% because I, I look up to him so That's much. Cool. But I, like, I can't, I guess, like... um express that any stronger that it's not just because he was a big famous dj and he was like the biggest dj in the world it was because he remained humble and he didn't burn bridges and he didn't burn people like he went about things a certain way and that's what i'm trying to follow Mm -hmm. or it's like i'm not going to go about things by being a douche and burning and using people i'm going to go about things a way that i'm comfortable with and i'm comfortable with just enjoying the culture, you know. Yeah. Have you met I, Vice yet? No. Uh, well, I went to his retreat, but I never, get, oh. I never got to like talk with him one on okay. one. He'll tell you some. Yeah, he has a lot stories. of stories. Yeah. I told him when he came to the neighborhood market at the Tri Studios, he, um, I told him a story mm. of AM. It was crazy. I, can, I don't <laughs> think I've shared it on a podcast. I'm sure I've, I have maybe a long time ago, but I'll say it because uh, this also shows you the type of person he was. Um, we're on the same plane, Burbank. It was a Friday night. I want to say I was doing Tao or Lavo. Scrub era, no car pickup, yeah, none yeah, of this yeah. bullshit. 
<laughs> fucking take find your own cab no pre-uber take your own and you know the cab lines were yep. nuts back yep. then like mm -hmm. they would wrap around remember yeah. you'd be like in the barricades yeah. <laughs> nuts bro i'm talking Sounds horrible every time cab lines <laughs> wild so we're on the same plane and he was talking he was asking me you know this is like electro right. era banana split that's the, I think he was, he like was transitioning doing, into like more like electronic music. Yeah, so he wasn't really keeping up with like top forty. Yeah. So he was asking me like, "Oh, like what's hot? What's new? What's this? What's that?" We're catching up, and then we get off the plane, and we're walking, and just me and him walking off the plane. And then uh, he's telling me his schedule. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to um, New York. No, I'm gonna go to Philly. I'm gonna go to Philly, spend some time with some family." And then the next day I go to New York and I got to throw the first pitch at the Mets the game, pitch. which yeah. is the last photo yeah, yeah, yeah. of him. It's crazy. Oh, wow. When he had his glasses Damn. on, he said, I'm going to throw the first pitch and I got to go to New York or New York to throw for, and then, you know, spend time in New York. So it's crazy talking about this. But so then um, I'm, we're, we're about to get to the point where he breaks off to get his car service and I'm going to scrub my way to the taxi, <laughs> to the cab, to taxi cab line. And uh, he's like, oh, where are you going? I was like, oh, I'm just going to grab a cab. He was like, no, roll with me. I'll have my car drop you off. Mm, that's yeah. like, that's a sweet guy, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, you know? no, for us. Yeah. So I was like, you sure? He was like, yeah. He goes, I'm going to go... Um, to the Hard Rock to yeah, watch a uh, Marilyn yeah. Manson concert with John Aljum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to go watch a Marilyn Man Manson concert, but it's, he'll drop me off first because of the show, and then he go, he'll take you to wherever you want to go. And I'm like, damn, all right, that's very nice. So we're in the car, and he's like, all right, so give me some fucking songs. What, what's hot? <laughs> and the radio, ironically, was playing um, fucking Sean Kingston. <laughs> that's yeah, that's right. Remember, you Sean Kingston. What was the, the <laughs> sing along song? Beautiful. Um, oh, not beautiful girl. Though. The first one. Some, where, oh, yeah. wait, wait, Chris Brown. The first one where like people sing. I don't know. It was like one was of those girls. that people sing. That wasn't his first one. The beautiful girls. Oh. Yeah, that was. Anyway, I was like, oh, this one's big. He goes, what the fuck is this? I was like, Sean Kingston, who the fuck is that? I was like, uh, you know, I said, it's big. And I was like, well, this part, everyone sings. He was like, okay, okay, okay. So I'm like running down a couple songs that were hot. Anyway, drop him off at the Hard Rock. His car is like, where are you fucking going, you scrub? I don't know. I'm staying at the, I don't even know where they put me. It's not even where the deep club was. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, so exactly seven days later, the that was a Friday, the following Friday, like, got the news. Oh, shit. Seven days, yeah. bro. So Damn. one Friday, I'm in the car with them. Gives me a ride. Seven days later, I'm on the radio. Yeah. E-Man comes in like, you see TMZ? I'm like, no. Fuck TMZ. And I fucking... And then I was like, what the fuck? DJ AM passed away. I was like, no way. So I hit... Holy shit. I try to hit at the time like TMZ was not the credible source like a yeah. yes and no it was still like I don't know they, they just like fucking saying shit yeah I hit Ian Fletcher which was very close to yeah. him yeah he hit me back right away he goes unfortunately yes Fuck. and then I had to like break the news on the radio and then we went and ran his mix again oh, we ran it on the second hour because I think we were mixing at the time yeah. and then we ran it for the second hour it was like I didn't realize that you guys ran it again yeah, we ran it. We ran it live, and I was yeah. just like, 
teary eye. It was like it's sad, man. Like of course, nah, super he was sad. Definitely like a the nicest person. I have like a story with him too. Like not with the ride, but like I was in New York DJing somewhere during the VMAs. This is like what early tens, and uh, he just was walking by with Kevy Kev. Oh no, actually he was with some like some rocker dude, and I was like. I was like, where are you going? Like, Rams in the street. He's like, oh, I'm going to this Jordan thing real quick. I'm like, ha, ha, give me some, uh, give me some J's. He's like, oh, I got you. I'm like, all right, <laughs> whatever. You know, I'm just, well, I was still, still like around the block, whatever, just hanging. He comes out. He goes, here you go, man. Shut the fuck oh, up. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> no way. Crazy. He's like, nine and a half, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I still have the parachutes, like, uh, oh my God. Jordan 5s, like, uh, the reflective man. ones. Was, uh, yeah, that's, cool. yeah, that's like Amazing. the type of person he is, man. Oh, that really sure. is. That's cool. That really was him, bro. Like, Fuck, like he he could have let me take that cab. Like I'm none of his business, yeah, you know. Right. Like, I didn't, didn't even know him like that you. really. It yeah. was just like Barry knew him from him being on the show, yeah. and like a couple times when I split, a couple but here he was, and there. But like with Vice, like he was a fan too. Remember, like because he was like the Hollywood guy, and like he, he was did, a fan. Yeah. That's how he put Vice on it. He was a fan of Vice, yeah. and he was just like, "Yo, this guy's dope. You guys are sleeping on him," yeah. and like would give him a shot, you know. Crazy. That's exactly why I look up to him, though, because it, it's like it takes nothing to be a good person. Yeah, you know, nothing. I, even in the documentary, they talk about like how Am would tell people like the the story or like the idea of like keeping your side of the street clean, you know, making sure that you're a good person. But there was also like those hints or background of like the hip hop ethic, where it's like you come correct, yeah, you show mm -hmm. respect, yeah, that type of thing. I feel like that shit is just not as relevant in DJing as it should be. Right. I feel like coming correct, showing respect, you know, being a good person is almost a part of the, well, I mean, it's a part of the foundation of DJing. Right. Because you, DJing started, you know, with MCs. You, you were building connections. You, you weren't, you, DJing was never meant to be like the, the point of interest. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. you, you were just on the, the side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I feel like it's so important to remember that, like, you can't take yourself so serious. DJing, yeah. at the end of the day, we're playing other people's music. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're playing, you know, your own edits. The big, the bigger guys are yeah. playing their own music. But at the end of the day, you're getting paid <laughs> to make people happy. Yeah, yeah, that's it, man. Good kid, bro. Yeah, yeah. I love. I love. Are you this sure guy. you're 22? <laughs> man, 22. You're man. definitely very mature, man. Yeah. <laughs> When I was yeah, your 22, age, I, was, I was not like yeah, I was yeah. fucking drinking tequila out the bottle. <laughs> hey, I still have my moments, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story, actually. Uh, at heat of all places, I, I spilled 1942 up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> it burns. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, for like, a times, times, for like the 30 bottle? minutes, my eyes were tearing. Oh I was god. like, oh my god! Like, what did I just do? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. New wow. Year's <laughs> we're there. We're there like recently. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you played their New Year's, right? Yeah, but yeah. That, this was actually like two weeks before. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. awesome, man. Anything else, guys? That was amazing, man. That yeah, was, that that was, that was making people happy. That was like a very Miles Benita quote right there. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're meant to make people Someone happy. Else do you, look, look, up up to you yeah. look up to guys like Miles? And oh, my God. You have no idea. I mean, I was in high school when Miles won the Goldie Awards. Oh, yeah, yeah. So seeing that and seeing it, it was for me at that time, and I don't mean to go on a crazy tangent, but at that time, it was the spark of like the idea that turntablism isn't completely dead. No. It was like, because I knew obviously the scene from like the 90s yeah. and early 2000s was obviously a lot smaller, but seeing that and seeing him just 
fucking kill it, you know, and, and all these crazy like fans watching and just seeing him blow up was like, it's still possible. And yeah, also man. how much it's evolved. Like, I yeah. feel like the Goldies was like the modern day DJing competition. 100%. It wasn't like, all right, you have three minutes to like yeah. make this record sound like something else. Right, right, right. It was more about creativity. That's also creative, right, but like yeah. we grew up where like, all right, you got to make this gangstar beat sound unrecognizable <laughs> at a half times bpm and that's when you're like holy right, shit yeah. what the fuck is that which yeah, is the, amazing but that's the, how the we grew up at what, so that's what we grew up yeah. at like and because i remember when the first the first three style i hosted yeah oh yeah that's right <laughs> was that play in la that yeah. Shit, yeah. you did i hosted the first three style and i didn't want to do it because like i said i'm pretty shy and shit if you haven't noticed already and I had an I had a fucking a room full of DJs, which is the toughest crowd. Playhouse, big stage, big club, room full of DJs. I'm on the mic hosting the whole shit. And I was just like pretty nervous. I had to like take a couple shots, take the edge off. But yeah, I, I did. And I, and that was an interesting way of battling. It was like three genres. Um, what was the rules again? Like you have to play three, at least three, oh, different yeah. three genres. genres. That was, yeah, that's yeah. what was called yeah, yeah, freestyle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to hit at least three genres, and then it was it was like ten minute sets, right? Yeah, it's like a party. It set. was like ten it's to yeah. fifteen minutes. It was like ten. Long. They were pretty long. I remember yeah. the parameters were so cool too, because it also incorporated like crowd reaction, crowd reaction, which was like okay, so that's what it was. It was it was crowd participation, stage appearance, three three genres, and skill it was like those things they were judging on and yeah hosted that i think they wanted me back and i was like no thanks (laughs) and then and then we flew to st louis to judge one me sujit and scribble wow and then we went to a strip club with nelly (laughs) <laughs> like sujit sujit was at universal at the time he was like oh, oh, yeah. i'll hit i'll hit fucking dirty yeah. and i was like hit dirty <laughs> and he, hit, he called dirty what's up dirty and then dirty took us to the strip club wow oh that was shit. A, yeah, a scribble that's insane yeah good time yeah, that sounds yeah, that's that's fun cool. i would love to go yeah it was hot yeah that's um, yeah but no so so the back to the goldies that that that's like a different because it wasn't like miles just had to just beat ju- juggle no, and yeah. scratch you had to do some Fun word, yeah, creative. Word play, yeah, yeah. That was also the beauty of it too, because it was so unique and it was new. More than anything, like the fact that it was just a new routine. Yeah. I remember watching. Um, have you guys watched the Scratch movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the movie, uh, I think it's Z Trip that talks about. He's like, you know, DJing's gonna get to a point with turntablism where everyone's just gonna go do their little, you know, bullshit, da 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 da, routine, and on to the next one, and it's gonna get stale. And mm. I feel like the Goldie Awards and Rebel Three Style were like exactly the revival of that. Like, you know, it, it was the antithesis of that idea. Of mm-hmm. Like, it's not getting stale because yeah. now we're incorporating cue pads and tone plays yeah. and like so much shit you couldn't do with just vinyl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's the beauty sure. of it, man. <laughs> the DMCs now, they, they're uh, they're still just beat juggling for the most part, but they could use like little no, scratch, right? no, scratch no, categories. There's categories yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so. they're not like mixing. 
There's no like mixing categories. So like the main DMC World Supremacy is kind of like Goldie Awards and Rebel Three Style. Man. Really? Oh, where yeah. it's like what's it's that a kid? K Swiss. K yeah. Swiss. Yep. Holy insane, shit! Man. That fucking guy is insane. I saw him actually. He's at the insane. DMC. He was insane. Yeah. He just competed. <laughs> this year. Yeah. He destroyed. Yeah, he won. That right? battle. He won something. Yeah. That guy. He won it, right? Yeah. He, I think he did. No, he was insane. I saw it live. He's like the Niger of skateboarding. Insane. Kind of looks like him too. Yeah. He was, he's literally like the night, like you're just gonna win every fucking. I like watched him grow up too, cause he was like a little kid. Yeah, <laughs> he like, looked so different. Little, little, yeah. I didn't yeah. recognize so him. Yeah. yeah, crazy. Damn, wow. that's awesome, man. Anything else you want to touch on? You're good. Hey, man, How do you I feel? Just, you feel good about it? Yeah, absolutely. That was, nice. was so much fun. Thank you guys for having me. Man, um, thank you, bro. I love man, seeing you know DJing become an ever evolving thing, and that's my main thing. Is just like I said, show respect, move my way around the industry because I want to be in it, not for any sort of reason and 2024 man it's all about content for me and this new rebranding thing and just evolving that's yeah. all it is worrying about tomorrow just have fun have fun um have fun is the most important yeah. uh stay focused and things will happen and be stay you're obviously already just a good guy so just do you become you um avoid Bad people, avoid bad influences, avoid fucking peer pressure. Man, it's hard to yeah. avoid bad influences in LA. <laughs> <laughs> you can, though. It is, it is. But <laughs> even if you have to dabble, that's fine, too. You know, yeah, like, you got to learn. You got to yeah. also fucking make mistakes. You yeah. got to fail. You got to, yeah. you know, people ask us sometimes, like, oh, what, what would you do differently? Like, man, I don't, if I would do something differently, would I be here today? Why yeah. not? Who knows? That's a big part of it. I think some people don't account for is like falling on your ass is part of the learning process. You know, at the end of the day, I still lost that Goldie Awards. Like, <laughs> it was still like, oh shit! Like, I got smoked. I didn't even make it to finals. Like, Who won again? Ease. ease. Oh, ease. Monica. Yeah, Monica. <laughs> dude, that was just legendary to be a part of it. And it wasn't until a little bit later that you know I, I took it for what it was and it's like. That was a great learning experience because yeah, now yeah. I know what to do on my next battle, yeah. that type of thing. Nice. Did did uh did you watch her Def Jam battle on Instagram? You know what's oh, funny? Yeah. I, I went back <laughs> <Forgot> about that. <laughs> I went back on the YouTube channel and I saw oh, it's you guys on YouTube? had clips yeah. on the YouTube channel. Huh. Damn, that was fun. Yeah. Dynamics won that one. Dynamics Yo, legend. <laughs> this fucking guy on a controller. On a yeah. controller, yeah. yeah. Where at that time people were not like you can't Fi's been dissed because <laughs> for scratching on controllers. Oh, yeah. but I remember yo, my dad showing me that one. He was like, "Yo, look out for Dynamics. He's about to win this shit on a controller." Because yeah. yeah, he, he also competed in another battle with the controller. He was the controller the year before. Oh, oh, he did. Yeah, yeah he's good. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah I forgot about that. Well, we met a lot of people during that too. Mm -hmm. Damn, that was what an era, man. What a time, the a time, COVID man. time. Yeah. COVID, man. Yeah, so yeah, stay away from bad people. Yeah. <laughs> Drink your water. Yes. Get your steps in. 10,000 steps. Really? Gallon of water every day. Less cookies. Less cookies. Less cookies. There you go. But, but oh, if you cookies have only cookie, on the weekend. No more shots to the head. No more bottles to the head. Yeah, no, no. more Don Julio. Your, shot, your nose doesn't want a shot. That was a learning lesson. Um, <laughs> but if you were to have a cookie... It's okay. Enjoy yourself. If you were to, if you were to give your nose a shot, <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Whoa. Don't give your nose a shot. Right, Five? Uh, no comment. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just try everything, bro. Like, yeah. it's okay. Even if it's, don't be on some straight edge shit either. Like, fucking have fun, man. Yeah, man.
<laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> just beep it out yeah bleep it out yeah. <laughs> oh man good times cool yeah. Danny thank you so much thank you guys thank appreciate you, you guys for listening uh, yeah we will see we're trying to be consistent see yeah, yeah. it's hot there we go yeah. and I was thinking about this too like I, I feel like um, even if the hard part is like getting a guess obviously but even if we don't like yeah. I think we just come in just chop it up talk shit to each other yeah. for 15 minutes do a short there we shorty. go yeah. yeah it's always entertaining like the story you're telling me uh about you know you showing up to the store and that happening could have been a podcast yeah on its own what what are uh since you are a listener mm-hmm. give us some feedback what do you like what do you dislike being <laughs> honest like you know <laughs> It's, it's actually that. funny, kind of going with what you guys are saying. I think some of my favorite episodes are the episodes where it's just you guys like chatting, oh, really? talking about like New Year's and shit like that. Or you know, I love seeing like the repeat guests. Did you too. notice that that's a new thing, what? like uh, kind of the small talk? Yeah, we weren't doing that before. It was like straight to business. Yeah. Like, all right. I mean, <laughs> and that's then like, I was like, yeah, you know we used what? to have points on the board, be like, all right, let's hit all these. <laughs> I didn't even look at the board once today. Yeah. But uh, it was, there's not much there. There's nothing on there today. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, name changes was on it. We got oh, to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, I didn't even notice. But yeah, that was one of the things that I felt like was important. Like, hey, let's just catch up first, yeah. you know? It sounds more natural and more than anything, like, yeah, it's that's just like, entertaining. That's our normal conversation, like, yeah. amongst each other. It's like, yeah. we just bullshit and be like, oh, how was this? so-and-so what'd you do this weekend or whatever yeah so love that because i listen yeah. to podcasts all the time and i i think when you do a podcast and i i've said this before i come from radio where like i thought I, we're talking to Feli about this where i'm like nah like straight to the point right, you don't right. want to lose any listeners <laughs> you have you have this much time to talk don't fucking don't even breathe like there's no <laughs> airspace dead dead air is wrong yeah. but then i listen to podcasts and i'm like Different I just heard 15 minutes of <laughs> Quest Love talking about nothing about his diet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he goes into like interviewing like fucking Quincy Jones. But it's just like I enjoyed that those 15 minutes so much. Right. It just like was very it's more personal. Very human. Yeah. Like it was so human. Relatable, like, you know? Yeah. Like he uh he had Andre 3000 on. And I love Andre 3000. And he uh Bro, their whole shit. He was just like, uh, my, my podcast, this is going to be a whole different podcast. He doesn't do interviews, and he just started for the for the album. And he was like, this is going to be different, just so you know. He's just like, all right. And he's just like, so uh, what time do you wake up in the morning? <laughs> just very <laughs> normal questions. Yeah. What's your routine? What do you do? And he's just like, oh, shit. That's okay. interesting, though. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, damn. He doesn't wake up at 4 a.m. like every fucking influencer <laughs> tells me. If I wake up late, I am a nobody. Those TikToks. Yeah. He Show wakes up. Science. Yeah, he wakes up. <laughs> he said he wakes up at like eight. Uh, like uh-huh. eight a.m. is kind of like my natural like clock. And I'm like, that's that's good to know. Yeah. Eight a.m. is a little early for me, but <laughs> but if 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 Stone Rock heard that, oh, you're, where's the science? Where's the science? That <laughs> <laughs> waking up at eight is good for you. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. Interesting. So, okay. So you like that. Yeah. 100%. But don't you like? Honestly, there's not. I nah, can't really. Nah, I, mean, I can't lying, say. Bro. I really, I can't say. Like, I can't pinpoint something I don't like because I genuinely will sit and watch these episodes. <laughs> like, for real, because it's it's not just the people that you're bringing on. I'm just a fan of you guys to begin with. You know, Thanks, like, bro. I think of 
Eric Deluxe and Power 106. I think of DJ Five being like one of the best scratchers in Vegas. Jesus, like, <laughs> scratchy. Like you guys are amazing close. on your but own. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's the way I see it. Yeah. Wait, you I see those fifteen-year-old kids? <laughs> what? Oh, uh, what's yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Haruto Brothers. Oh my God, I got to meet them actually at the Tableist Lounge. So they're coming back in March, but we'll give you the details. God, please. We're gonna, yeah. We're gonna plan was, something with them. They want to do something. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. They're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Nicest kids. And, yeah, they're yeah. literally like 15. 14 yeah, and 16. Jesus. Yeah. Crazy. Ridiculous. Cool, man. Well, next time uh, you'll feel a little more comfortable, give us the the shit you don't like about us, but <laughs> not yeah, about, we'll us, about uh, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, we're just trying to like get better. And I, and I think it's like, it's really difficult to do podcasts because you really got to put yourself out there, you know? And it's yeah. just like, I, I've, I've been introduced to a couple podcasts where I'll listen and I'm like, fuck these guys. <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? You know, just like on some like, what the fuck? Because you don't give it a, a chance, you know? Yeah. Then you listen to another one, another one, and you get to know their personality. Yeah, like, right. that's the hard part is just you get to know their personality. You're like, oh, my, I fucking like these guys. Like Dave Portnoy, for example. Oh, I love him. First glimpse of a clip, I didn't like him. <laughs> if I tell you that I've spent at least 80 hours watching pizza reviews from this guy, I'd probably be... <laughs> Exaggerate. Like I probably watched more. Yeah, yeah, like, I get you. I love him because I under I got to know him and understand his personality. And it's and when you do a podcast, not that many people give you give a chance to get to know you. Right. Where someone might might have listened to us in the beginning and heard five minutes and been like, man, fuck these fools. They don't know <laughs> shit about DJing. Well, that's what I feel like. You guys hit perfect. Like you guys are very personable. You talk about your own things. Like when you guys talked about the New Year's thing, I thought that was so cool. Like you guys discussed like what songs you were considering for the drop, and then like Fashion was telling his shit, and you guys are telling your own stories, and then you guys started talking about like where. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a feeling, man. <laughs> hey, I played. That was a joke too, but yeah, <laughs> it was a joke, and I ended up yeah. doing it. And it worked. And I haven't played that song in years. Yeah, yeah that song. Is, I got a feeling of gold on power. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not even no, no chance? No, we don't really hit any of the golden era like EDM stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I think the only yeah. song we have on there is Day and Night, Kid Cudi. Okay. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. Uh, damn. Interesting. Okay. Well, shit. Thank you so much, bro, for coming on. Uh, best of luck. Thank you, guys. We, we believe in you. We're here yeah. for you. You know, see us as mentors. If you have anything, any questions, any whatever, like use us, you know. We have Thank a follow guys. up pod with you like next towards the end of the year. Yeah. See where yeah. you're at with yeah. your dope. with yeah. your production. Yeah. Check up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, check yeah. <laughs> Word up. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you guys. I got pee. <laughs> Water fast. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs>